All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 194. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas. And joining me tonight, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? What is up? What is up, Fred? What is going on? I just realized we are six <laughs> weeks away from two milestones. My anniversary, yeah? my 15-year anniversary, and our 200th okay. episode. Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing for that? Are we doing anything for that? For my anniversary? Yeah, yeah. You're welcome to come out if you want to. Um, <laughs> I'm not kidding, but uh, I don't think you will. Um, but yeah, for the 200th episode, we should do something. I haven't thought about it, though. Um, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> should we do it yeah, live? Yeah, should we do that shit? <laughs> live? Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy talk. Yeah. We could, guess, we could see I about guess. doing it live. Yeah. I can figure out a way. With the logistics. With the logistics involved in that. I'm either thinking Discord, but you and I have had mixed uh, circumstances with Discord. So instead, I could just put the uh, feed through to uh, to the YouTube channel, to my YouTube channel. Yeah. You know, the one no one goes on. Hmm. No one goes on that. I get a lot of views every hmm. month just because of people looking at my back shit. My back catalog. The old stuff. Yeah. Yeah, people keep asking me when the new episode of Cron CD is going to drop, and I'm like, never. But uh, anyway, <clears throat> yeah, we'll look into it. <laughs> six weeks. We got six weeks to figure it out, <laughs> give or take. So. All right, six weeks. And if any we'll of you out, out there in the listening audience have any ideas or suggestions, uh, we will we will consider them. Contact GamingHistory101.com. There you go. So. But yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> so. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, um, it's my week to kick it off. So let's kick Is it, it off with, uh, with a little bit of negativity, but it's it's largely positive. So, uh, Trees, you brought it to my attention. You reached out to me, and many other people actually did. Um, most of them were friends and family that are local, though. Um so I appreciate you for, for reaching out because uh, very few. My friends in Chicago didn't reach out. Um, what? But uh, yes, we on, uh, I was talking about it last week, but on Wednesday we had a parade. Um, it is a massive parade. So just so folks know, the Kansas City, we are on the, the border of Kansas City, Kansas and Missouri. So Kansas City, Missouri's population is roughly 500,000. I think it's grown, Ooh. but it's roughly half a million when you throw in Kansas City, Kansas's population, I think you go up by another 300,000. So we're at about almost a million people. Wow. And um, apparently the turnout for the parade is over a million people. So, Jeez. Yeah. So they did cancel school. They weren't. First they said, they sent out an email that was like, we're not going to cancel school. Then they sent an email that said they were going to cancel school. So, um, so school was canceled. Um, and there was unfortunately a shooting, um, mm. many shootings. In fact, um, I don't know anything about the situation other than I'd heard some rumors that it was kids that did it, believe it or not. From what I've saw, it looked like teenagers, but yep, they were teenagers. And what did the offspring teach us? If you're under 18, you won't be doing any time. How much you want to bet? No one gets prosecuted. Um, there was unfortunately two deaths, one or two deaths. I know there was one. There was definitely the local, his, uh, one of the local Hispanic DJs 
Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she passed. And of course, her two and eight year old kids got to watch her get shot and die in front of them. So wonderful. Um, <clears throat> but to answer the elephant in the room, no, I did not go. My wife did not go. My daughter did not go. Nobody mm-hmm. I know went. Everyone's safe from a friends and family perspective. Um, also, um, a lot of the people shot were kids. So I know they went to Children's Mercy Hospital, which is our local pediatrics hospital. Um, and uh, my wife was actually working at the hospital that day. So there you have it. So um, whether or not um, anybody went to, the ho- to our hospital in regards to that, um, she couldn't tell me, therefore I cannot tell you. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I simply do not know. It's none of my business. Um, but my yeah. wife was working at the hospital that day, and she is often the one wearing the rapid response pager, which means she would have had to go down, go down to the emergency room to address anything like that if it was respiratory-based. But yet again, we just often don't talk about work unless she wants to talk about the fun stuff trees like oh let me tell you about this bitch in the office like you know what i mean she's yeah, like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. this girl in the break room you know fucking somebody stole all <laughs> of our lunches like that's that's what we talk about when we talk about work we don't talk about other stuff so um but yeah so there's that um but uh, but yeah, it, it was a tragedy. I'm pleased yes. to see that most people were just lightly injured. And again, when you're talking about, you know, I think it was about a dozen victims um, among a million people, it puts things into perspective. Um, also, I heard there was some ridiculous number of kids got arrested, like 10 or something. So um, what I'll give credit to the local news about, though, is you don't hear much about them, the shooters. Uh, because they don't want to glorify it, you know what I mean? Um, and I think our news has done a pretty good job of of doing that. It, it's been extremely victim-focused. So, <clears throat> um, but, uh, yeah, it's clear that um, people have lost touch. People in general mm-hmm. have lost touch. <clears throat> um, but you and I are not going to solve that tonight, so if you're cool with it, we'll just... Uh, Take that and move on. But yes, for anybody who had asked or inquired or things like that, mm-hmm. I know you had said you had heard a couple of things. Um, a couple of people pinged me in private messages on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, no, no, no harm, no foul, no danger. Um, Good to hear. Yeah. My wife and I had to work. Like I said, it- and I asked my daughter, I was like, do you want to go to the parade? And she goes, fuck no. So she was actually yeah. at a friend's house um, watching the parade on TV, which is a way to enjoy the parade. <laughs> so Yeah. Um, but on the positive note, Travis Kelsey was fucking blitzed. Um, he was having yeah, a blast on the, t- on there. <laughs> and, um, yeah, sure it was. And, and again, this, the, the tragedy struck after the parade. So, um, from what I heard, those who were at the parade, it was a wonderful time. Um, another fun fact about that day trees was it was also Valentine's day. Ah, Yeah. Yeah, and um, uh, I already got the Valentine stuff figured out. I uh, I got my girls where it matters the most, which was desserts. So my wife had to work all day. She came home to um, some uh, custom ordered uh, strawberry uh, chocolate covered strawberries. So got those, and then my daughter had recently gotten um, her lower brackets put on her braces. So she's got the full set of braces. 
and um, her teeth were hurting. So I got her, um, I went to the local bakery and they made her a triple chocolate because that was the other thing with my wife was I I said, I want to have different chocolate covered strawberries. So they did um, three milk chocolate with white chocolate, like, what do you call it? Like stripes, basically. Yeah, then, drizzle. Yes, drizzle, thank you. Then three white chocolate <laughs> with milk chocolate drizzle. And then my wife's favorite, yeah. I got her four strawberries that were dark chocolate. Yeah. So, um, so for my daughter, they did that trifecta, the dark chocolate, milk chocolate, white chocolate, in a three-layer, um, I think it was like a mousse or something. I don't know, it was soft. And they did that cool thing where it's got the plastic tube to keep it all in like a big layered tower. Oh. And then they topped it off with whipped cream and a cherry. And then I just pulled, it was probably, I'm trying to think of like what the, um, what the width around would be a, about, I would say probably twice the size of a toilet paper tube. Okay. So, you know, whatever that is, inch or two diameter. Um, and it was <clears> probably <throat> like eight inches tall. <laughs> It was tall. <laughs> and so I pulled that tube off and she had this tower of chocolate, um, just perfection. And it really made her day. So that was good. Cause the day nice. before she had gotten her braces put on. So we didn't do anything for Valentine's day. Well, there you go. And my, my wife didn't get me anything. So I got myself trees. Yeah. A, uh, a, um, I always like getting cake. I, in the, in the big cake pie split, I am a pie guy, but, um, I always see at this bakery, they do these huge wedges of cake and they sell them for like nothing, like a buck 99. And I'm always right. like, Jules, you want to get like a wedge of cake? And she goes, no, who buys a fucking, she'll buy a slice of pie, but she won't buy a wedge of cake. So I bought myself <laughs> a wedge of cake trees and it was my favorite. It was angel cake with buttercream frosting and coconut mm-hmm. on top. Oh, I love me yeah, some coconut. So that was the that shit. Delicious. So I took care of myself, too, because my wife was like, I didn't get you a Valentine's Day gift. And I was like, that's right. Fine. I just got us all ch- desserts. So she was like, hilarious. <clears throat> I did make her favorite um, meal for dinner, but my wife doesn't have an exotic favorite meal. Her favorite meal, she calls it beefy noodle, but it's beef stroganoff. So, you know, you get, <laughs> you get a big can of soup. You make some, some big wavy egg noodles and you throw some ground beef mm-hmm. in there and a little Worcestershire sauce and you're ready to rock and roll. <laughs> There you go. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, so that was our, our Valentine's day. Um, but one thing that cracked me up though, trees was I was, um, I had to run to the grocery store. I ran up the street to, uh, get the, uh, the chocolates and everything when the delicatessen opened up. And then I ran to the grocery store to grab lunch and, um, and, uh, no, you know what? This had to have been dinner time. I think I ran back. That's what it was. I ran back up to the grocery store for something. I had forgotten something. I think it was a can of mushrooms for uh, the stroganoff. But what cracked me up was it was nothing. And you know me, Trees, you, you'll probably not think a thing of this, and it's not negative, but it just cracks me up. There was a sea of dads wearing Chiefs garb and like Patrick Mahomes wigs and stuff like that with his kids just randomly buying like the like cards, some mm-hmm. wilted roses, 
you know, because it was the slim pickets left over. Yeah, we're talking 5 p.m., probably 4.30 p.m. on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And here's my thing, Trees. These these things happen. Because you know he made plans to be able to go to that parade. And I had no question they had all gone to the parade. Um, To me, if you're going to plan to go to the parade, and Valentine's is important, and I I do think those things are mutually exclusive then you make arrangements in advance. If Hmm. you don't think it's important, or if you didn't make arrangements, just just apologize to your wife, be straight up with her, and maybe get her some dinner or something. Because you know, I I told my wife, I was like, you know where all those wives were. They were all fucking work. That's why he was able to sneak in at 5 p.m. and and be like, look, I got you these wilted roses, honey. (laughs) Um... But it just cracked me up because it wasn't a small amount, Trees. Like, I'm talking like a dozen dads at least while I was doing the self-checkout. So, I understand. Listen, I've been there before. Who am I? I've been in those situations. I've been in that group. I've been in the group on... on Don't let the Valentine's Day pressure talk you into doing that. The Chiefs parade was more important. You took the kids. You showed them a good time. You didn't get shot. Like, everything's a W. Like, just call it. I was also surprised yeah. no one was buying candy, like or sweets or or cakes, right? I didn't yeah, see I any of that shit. Out. It was all fucking balloons and cards and flowers. I think the I think the candy's faded. My wife, I don't get my wife candy. She doesn't she doesn't like chocolate, so I've never gotten her like candy. Well, but that's for an exception because your wife doesn't like chocolate, so that makes sense. And there. Well, and my, my like wife and daughter are allergic like, to... There was a bakery over there. It might have been picked over. I didn't look. But, like, you know, the grocery store's got, like, cakes. And we have a local place um, called Tippins that used to be, like, a, like a you know, like a, a diner that served pies. And um, mm. the local grocery store chain took it over. And so they got pies. I'm sure there were cookie cakes, right? There, there had to be cookie cakes. There had to be brownies, right? I don't know. My, uh... My wife and daughter, they're also recently allergic to fresh flowers. So I'm off the hook for that, too. Well, you know what, Trees? You know? The local grocery store also does hand-rolled sushi. And I know it's got to be good because there's an Asian guy who rolls it. Um, and on Wednesdays, it was only five fifty-five for a roll. They were all on special. So you could have gotten the wife some sushi. I get her a little cactus. There you go. A little potted cactus. There you go. Don't touch it. All right. It's a prick. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Well, you know what it was? We've been so busy with everything, right? Mm. And then so the Valentine's Day was like, we can't go get something to eat. No. And then do not go on Valentine's Day unless you have like fancy restaurant rezos. And and originally we had planned this weekend. Like right now, we were gonna be go away for a night for a Valentine's Day night to the casino together. Right. But right. it was chair competitions this weekend. So my wife had to bail on that. So that's why I had gone by myself like two weeks. And so we do do want to do something for Valentine's Day. But we we truly want like a date. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like in hold right now because she goes, well, we can go out the dinner. We'll bring the boy, you know, and I was like, as mean as it sounds, I was like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> Like, if we go out, I just want to go the two of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we can go family dinner all, whenever we want on the weekends or whatever. But I'd like to go 
you know, you and me. Like and then yeah. so day night. So it's sort of in a holding pattern right now until we can get a clear schedule. Yeah. But we'd like to go out. You know, I, I got the card and I got like a little a little something, a little well, gift see, for her. And that doesn't mean you didn't do anything. Yeah, that's great. And then she said, I have a card for you, but I lost it. I said, oh, cool. There you go. Perfect. Imagine it she was found like it. immaculate. She, she, she found it like yesterday, though. Oh, well, there you go. So I got my card. Well, <laughs> so I did get my wife one other val- – we got each other Valentine's Day gifts, which was this weekend we went and saw – Saturday night we went – last night we went and saw the legendary rock band Steel Panther. I don't know if I've talked about Steel Panther on this show before, but I think I have. <laughs> Oh, you have, yeah. You're a big fan of Steel Panther. Yeah, so they came back to Kansas City this Saturday. (laughs) Loves them. Uh, Yeah, and they were at a venue we'd never been to before called The Truman, which I found out why we'd never been there before, but I'll describe that in a minute. But we And so we got tickets for that for our Valentine's Day gift. Um, My daughter and my mother went to a – there was a local musical um, that uh, my daughter's former guitar teacher – was playing guitar in. She was like part of the band because uh, it was like a, a musical with a live band. So um, so they went and saw that, which they really enjoyed. Um, but uh, yeah, we went to Steel Panther. And of course, uh, to keep up the responsibilities, my wife partied. She's like, I partied a week's worth in a day. She, some of her friends, which they went to like a Galentine's Day thing. Have you heard of this? It's like all the girls go out after Valentine's Day. And I was like, well you're all married. Like what's Galentine's day? Like, like yay, we're, we're single. Like, I don't, I don't understand. But anyway, they went out to Marg's margaritas for lunch at a Mexican joint and went across the street to a bar. It's a place called main event. I'm sure they're they're everywhere. I bet you have one by you, but it's like a laser tag, cosmic bowling bar. You know what's funny? Yeah. When you said Galentine's Day, yeah. like gal, G-A-L, as in yeah. get the gals, I was thinking like gallons, like gallons of boot, like they're going to go get ham, like gallons, <laughs> gallons day. Like I was thinking gallons yep. of booze. So there was drinking, That's but not at least for Julie, because she knew she had to go out. But she, I, I will say they dropped her off buzzed. But um, she had a... I think she had a Marg flight and then a big beer at uh, Laser Tag, but they they had a good time. Uh, then she passed out on the couch for an hour, and then we went to uh, we went out to eat. We had so we checked in. There's a new sushi place downtown that's an automated sushi place that has the conveyor belts. Plus, you can also automate it, and like an automated little robot comes and brings you your drinks and your food and stuff. But anyway, uh, Julie and I checked in. I want to say 40 minutes before we got there. And when we got there, our wait was still two hours. And we were like, fuck this. So we left and went <laughs> to a local uh, dive diner place, Trees, that's probably after your own heart, called The Brick. We hadn't been there before, the but brick. it was kind of famous. We started off with um, a, a, an appetizer called The Hot Mess, which is basically tachos, tater tot nachos. Um, like those. Yep, yep. Uh, they had local brews, so Jules got a uh, a local brew, um, and then um, we, uh, for dinner she had a Reuben with uh, sweet potato fries, and I went non traditional trees. Have you ever heard of the sandwich, the Fluffer Nutter? Um, I mean we is 
growing up, we would have Peter, peanut butter and fluff with yep. Fluffernutter. That's it. That's the Fluffernutter. It. Yeah, Fluffernutter. Yeah. So they have a Fluffernutter. So you had a Fluffernutter. I got a fucking Fluffernutter. I paid $7. It was on um, whole wheat toast, like thick whole wheat toast. It okay. had um, it had peanut butter, fluff, right, and they Checks did out. add um, bacon. That was optional. Oh, I added bacon. Oh, okay. No, I don't think so, I'd like that. Yep. And I had coleslaw as the side. My father, oh, Jesus, my father-in-law, who was who met us at the concert because he's going to the concert also. Um, he made the same face. Like that sounds like the grossest yeah, fucking combination. Yeah, there's nothing you just just <laughs> nothing you just said there that sounds great. Oh, it's fantastic. I loved it. But anyway, uh, but the brick had also a bunch of normal stuff too. They had like fish and chips and chicken finger basket, a bunch of burgers, probably like a dozen different burgers, probably two twenty sandwiches, bunch of local brews, great apps, things like that. It looked like a good place. A bunch of salads too, but no one ordered salad. Um, and then we had to stand outside. Trees, it's been a while before I, since I had to stand outside before a concert, but uh, the venue was small enough that it took longer to get in. So it's fucking 40 degrees out and we're out there freezing to death because you don't want to wear like a winter coat, right? Because you're going right. to a concert. <laughs> so exactly. we're out there freezing our asses off in hoodies and shit. Uh, but everybody else was too. Um. Made me kind of jealous that Julie was, um, let's see, she was an afternoon of drinking plus two beers deep from the diner. <laughs> and then right when we got in, she got beers. Um, this is, this is like I said, it didn't bother me, but it's a, it's a change of pace for me ordering a sugar-free Red Bull at the bar. Um, but, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah. And we watched Steel Panther. They put on a great show. Um they're they're a little more of a comedy act though this, at this point. They always made jokes before, but they were still like when they were selling out. The Truman's a smaller venue. We did sell it out though, um, but the Truman probably was. Mm, I don't know. The Truman's probably fifteen hundred, maybe mm-hmm. two thousand people. Um, whereas, um, you know, the other, the, the Midland, which they usually were selling out was like, I think three thirty five hundred 3,500 to 5,000. So, um, when they used to do that stuff, their concerts were, um, a little longer. I, I want to say they were on stage for 90 minutes. Um, they did do an encore. Um, and I'm used to steel band there for probably two hours or back in the day, they would usually go on for like <laughs> two hours and, uh, but this was over 10 years ago and, um, right. they would do a lot more songs. They probably did 15 to 20 songs back in the day. Now they're doing like eight to 10. So, but they do a lot of interstitials and they do a lot of audience participation stuff. So, um, they brought a girl up on stage and sang their classic weenie ride to her. Um, and, uh, they brought a bunch of other girls up on stage and trees. God bless the girl who wore her mask to the, uh, the concert. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause she still hasn't gotten the memo that the mask keeps you from getting others sick. It doesn't keep you from getting sick from others. Um, maybe so, she's being, um, conscious and, you know, maybe she's yep. just, she's, she's just, uh, maybe she's got, yeah, maybe she's got HIV. I get it. But like, so then she gets up on stage, all these girls get up on stage, but then the girl drops her mask to make out with a bunch of girls. And then somebody did drop, uh, drop a top and suck on boobies. So it was, it's a good time. It's a good time. 
I like it. Uh, Julie had a couple tall boys there too, so she was good and toasted by the end of the night. <laughs> there you go. She she had uh, she had she had been drinking all day, but um, but we good had a Lord. really good time. It was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, again, Steel Panther did a good job. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that that was fun. And then we did get home early enough though that uh, we were able to uh, pick my daughter up and she still got to do some gaming and so did I before we went to bed. So that was good. Julie passed the fuck out the moment she got home though. Um, but, oh yeah. Uh, but we were up. <laughs> yeah, you um, And then one last thing just to mention real quick, Trees. Uh, we also Thursday night went and saw One Love, uh, Bob Marley's One Love, uh, the movie. That's his like little biopic oh. that hit the theaters. Oh. Okay, I didn't know there was one. Oh, yes. So it just came out. It's really good. Um, but I do want to ask you real quick. Are you a fan of reggae or Bob Marley or anything like that? Um, Don't worry. I'm not like... I don't mean... Like, no, I mean... I'm, like, who doesn't I, like Bob Marley? But, like, I mean... Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, as, a, as an icon, I like him. And I know his songs. But, no, I don't listen to reggae on a regular. Sure. And, so. again, like, like you just talked about, like... You know, um, um, one love is a, a very mm-hmm. you know easy one, but it, like, yeah, it, it it's like, do you like Jimi Hendrix? Exactly. Yes, <laughs> but I don't have his. I don't sit around and put his as music on. <laughs> exactly. I and know, like, but I know it when I hear it. Yeah, and and I mean, there's a bunch of them. I shot the sheriff is probably one of his most famous, especially because Clapton covered it. But like. You know, there's a there. He's he's just got a bunch of great songs. Um, my dad is a fucking stoner, so of course he loved listening to Bob Marley. So I, on the regular, would be listening to Bob Marley, um, which was hilarious because like my dad would try to explain songs like "Them Belly Full But They Hungry," which I'm fairly certain is just a song about having the munchies. Um, mm-hmm. But Bob Marley is great, and Bob Marley and the Whalers were a quintessential part of my upbringing. So I did know them a lot, and I really liked their music. And it was funny because my wife was like, God, you really know their stuff, and you have like his whole discography. Like She went and saw the, their, his CDs and stuff, and she goes, I've never heard you listen to Bob Marley. And I was like, well, I don't listen to it around you or around Autumn, and I don't know why. But, uh, but yeah, so Bob Marley was, was a little closer to me. Um, because, mm-hmm. uh, again, my dad raised me on a steady diet of like prog rock, reggae and the Beatles basically. (laughs) So, um, but you know what? I, I, let me take this back. My dad really didn't like reggae. Like my dad just liked Bob Marley, but he had all of his albums. Um, because like, I remember playing UB 40 for my dad and he was like, what's this shit? (laughs) And I was like, and UB40 is not, like, synonymous with reggae or anything. But, like, you know, in the 90s, you know, they covered Elvis. Like, they, they became a thing for a little bit. Um, but, or even, like, stuff like Sublime has some reggae roots and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and so, but, yeah, well, Bob Marley. I mean, Scar, Scar in general, right? I mean, if you yeah. listen to some. Yeah, it's definitely got old, No Doubt or 311 sure. or, you know. That Scar's inspired by all that shit. Sure. So, um, but yeah, I so I really like Bob Marley, um, and I really wanted to see this this biopic, this biopic, um, and uh, 
And it it delivered, man. It was a wonderful movie. Um, I think people, it, you don't necessarily need to see it in the theaters. I, in fact, I don't think you need to see it in the theaters at all. You might even be recommended not to see it in the theaters because they all have a really thick, right, Jamaican accent. <laughs> and it's very hard. Right. My wife was like, there were whole scenes I couldn't tell what they were saying. Um, mm. But Ziggy Marley, his son, uh, his oldest son, um, personally, uh, you know, oversaw the production for authenticity. Um, the lead actor, I don't know him very well, but I know the the girl who plays his wife, um, and she is incredible. Um, she was in, she's been in a, a bunch of movies, but anyway, um, they, they all did a great job. Um, and Bob Marley's story is pretty interesting, like where, with all the turmoil going on in Jamaica and kind of how he dealt with that and stuff. It doesn't really tell like much of, his upbringing per se, it's when it becomes relevant. But by the time um, the movie kicks off, like un- civil unrest is happening already. And um, Bob's already famous. So Bob Marley and the Whalers are already famous. So, um, but it was, it was an interesting movie. So I highly recommend it. But again, I think people will benefit from subtitles. My wife definitely wants to rewatch it uh, during that time. But it was a great film. And if you can handle thick heavy accents um and you can see the trailer if you want to get a feel for what that sounds like um it's definitely worth seeing um it was a fantastic film so very happy i went saw it um so yep and then today i did jack shit i didn't do shit because my wife was hungover and well i wouldn't say she was yeah she was pretty hungover um but uh (laughs) but yeah I, i didn't i didn't do shit all day i just relaxed so that was my yesterday yep there you go so, My Saturday was doing nothing, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So it was a good week, good fun, productive week. My wife has to work all next weekend, so my next weekend is going to be a weekend of not doing shit. But but yeah. So <clears throat> thoroughly enjoyed it. Cool, nice. Well, that's all you can ask for. Yeah. So how about you, sir? <laughs> how was your week? Eh, it was alright. You know, it was all work. It's work, buddy. Work, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, sometimes it's like it's funny because sometimes it's just the same, and then shit happens all at once. So my weekend's been full every night with shit. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I think. Well, it turned out I had sad. I had yesterday off, which I didn't know I had it off until like the day (laughs) of. I forget when there's holidays. So so tomorrow's a holiday. Tomorrow's President's Day, right? Mm-hmm. I believe. And so yes. I have Sunday and Mondays off of work. So when a holiday falls on my day oh, off. I, I just asked like you a about Monday, that before we recorded without yeah. thinking about that fact. <laughs> it, it, but yeah. It, it, um, it, my, my holiday will, will roll to the front of my days off. So I end up having three-day weekends when it's a holiday on a Monday. But I forget because I don't pay attention to anything, let alone holidays. So I literally walk into work and uh, I find out that I have, have uh, the next day off. My wife will text me and goes, you know what? It's President's Day on Monday. I'm like, it is? She's like, yeah, you don't work tomorrow. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> sweet. You know what that feels like to be told uh, you have the next day off and you didn't know it? It's great. I would imagine it's you know? the opposite of me who was like, do we have President's Day off? Because, I, you know, I just came back to my 
uh, to my other employer, and, and they were like, "No, we don't." And I was like, "Great, <laughs> see you tomorrow morning." Well, yeah, well, you know, you can stay in your field, right? Yep. Or you can get a job with the federal government, and then you get some holidays. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not complaining. I just it just so happens I I have to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. I'm trying to think, was it Friday night? I think Friday night, uh, we went to a hockey game in Providence, Rhode Island. So um, nice. once a year, the the school, the Norton schools do like a, uh, it's not like a charity thing, I don't think, but it's like, it's like Norton school night. You know what I mean? Well, like you can all buy tickets and go, and everybody goes. And so when you go, so we go see the Providence Bruins. So there's the Boston Bruins, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the is it Pawtucket or is it Providence Bruins? It doesn't matter. They're like the AAA or whatever. You know, they're like the the minor league hockey team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but those can often be a ton of fun. Like usually, in Chicago, yeah, the Wolves were almost more fun than seeing the Blackhawks. Yeah, it was um Yeah, is it now is it Providence Bruins? Now I'm now I gotta look because I'm all messed up. Providence Bruins, there they are. Nice hockey team. Yeah, Providence Bruins. There we go. So um so yeah, it was fun. So me, my wife, and my son went and we went with another couple and they brought their son. And then it was kind of fun because the section we're sitting in was all like people from our town. And their kids. So my son knew had all his friends there and stuff. And uh, yeah, and I'm not the biggest hockey guy. I had to Google how many uh, periods are in a hockey game for a second. Even though somewhere deep in my brain, I knew. But I'm like, how long is this fucking thing? I was like, we're in the second period here. My buddy's like, I don't know. You don't watch hockey. I'm like, I think there's only three periods. I think we're almost done here. I had to look it up. Um, But then it took us... It is three. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's an three odd 15, number, which yeah. is why I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> it's odd. And then it was like. But you had me questioning like, it for a minute. I was like, wait, it's yeah, three, right? That's what we were doing. I'm like, I know I know this, but how it's come like it doesn't It's like when I went to a college right? basketball game and I was like, holy shit, this game's only half over. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's a minute left of the whole game. And I was like, what? And they're like, two halves. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. We're, we're looking up at the board, right? And the teams are playing. But so the Providence Bruins look like the Boston Bruins, right? The same colors, the same logo, except instead of a B, there's a P, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the black and yellow. But neither team was black and yellow, right? So I'm looking at my buddy. I'm like, are we on the wrong night? Or did Who's playing? <laughs> like, what's going on here? Like, there was clearly a New York team, and they sort of had a uh, – Mets colors, right? The orange and blue and white, mm-hmm. right? And it, but the other team was black and red, and they had like a rooster on their chest and shit. And I'm like, that is not the Bruins, man. Nothing like a you black know? and red cock right there for you. Right. Exactly. But people are cheering for the Bruins. And finally, I'm just like, I don't know who, I don't know what's going on. Right. But I seen the other logo on the board. So I'm like, I think that's our team. And then the guy behind me goes, 
yeah, they're wearing different uniforms tonight because of Comic-Con. So Comic-Con, I guess, was going on at the same exact time. And they said, when Comic-Con's here, they wear the Family Guy rooster. Oh, okay. Because your old Family yep. Guy's Providence, Rhode Island. Yep. I should have put so that they together. Have, yep. Yeah, so they have, like, custom uniforms that have, like, that fighting rooster on there. It was kind of funny. I have to it was tell kind of cool. you, I never would have guessed there would be much of a Venn diagram with Comic-Con and hockey. I don't know why I would think there wouldn't be, but I wouldn't have yeah, thought. Yeah, I don't know. They, just, they just happened to be... They just happen to be in the going on at the same time, I guess. I'm trying to find. Um, I, I wish I could remember the uniform they were wearing. I want to do a picture of it. Uh, but then during the during the um, whenever there was a fight, <laughs> uh-huh. which for some reason my son and his friend would chair fight, 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 which I didn't teach him that. I didn't even know he watched hockey, so I'm like, that's disconcerting. You know, they were very excited by the fights. But then they would show up on the big screen, Peter Griffin in the in the chicken fighting, having it. a long yeah. fight yep. through. Doing yeah, the it was kind of funny. Yeah, it kind there. of made me. It was kind of funny. Made me laugh. Um, and I guess I was on the jumbotron at one time, but I was too busy just shooting the shit with my buddy, and uh, <laughs> and I didn't notice because the wives sat together, and then the kids in the middle, and then me and my buddy sat on the end. You know, and uh, yeah, I guess it was just, and I drank, you'd be proud of me, buddy. I had two tall boys. You know, when you go to the, the arenas, they got those giant cans. Okay, you know what I mean? So the tall boys are 16s. Those are 24s. The 24s, okay. Yeah. So I had, um, yeah, I had two of those bad boys. Nice. And a fried dough. Yeah, so I was living the dr- I was living the Fuck dream yeah, watching man. hockey, you know. Yeah. And um, my wife's like, "I got a video of you. You're on the jumbotron, and you didn't notice. You're just sitting there talking with your boyfriend." And I was like, "What? What's this now?" She had like a little video. She says, "Hey, you're on there." And then we were leaving, and uh, <laughs> so would we take the minivan, right? Uh-huh. If we go with a bunch of couples and kids, and the kids have their little car seats and stuff in the middle row and then my wife usually drives because no one likes how i drive apparently right (laughs) they're all full of shit by the way yeah just so you know sure um she's like you're always like starting and stopping she says you grew up in the city too much you're always stopping and starting and you're always like the car's always jerking and it makes everybody sick i'm like yeah no i'm not she goes yeah you are and then she said that to my my daughter. So now my daughter says I do it. I'm like, I don't do it. Oh, and one time, Fred, one time, I put the car on cruise control. All right? Mm-hmm. They said I was doing it. And I was like, you guys are full of shit. My foot's not even on the brake or gas. Cruising. So that's how I know they're full of shit. So um, when we go on these nights, it's like she'll drive and then – the other wife will sit with her in the front. And then what I do is me and my, me and my friend will sit in the way, way, way back. Oh, Because I got the yeah. leg room. Mm-hmm. You got the tinted windows back there. And he's just chilling. You're, it's almost like you're in a potty bus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you have no responsibility. And you're back there. And so that's what we did. <laughs> and then when we left, I was a little tipsy. And I'm, I'm crammed in the back. And I'm just like looking out the little window. 
and we saw other people in the parking garage that we didn't see in the place, but they were there. And I knocked to the window. I was like, what's up, buddy? He goes, I saw you on the Jumbotron. I was like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, look at me going to hockey games. So that was me on a Friday night. And then, like I I said, Saturday, uh, which I didn't know I had off, but I had it off. So to me, it was like this free day. And uh, even I felt a little ashamed of myself because I I really couldn't get going. Like I couldn't get motivated. No, I must took like two naps. I had all this stuff I wanted to do, put away and stuff and pick up. And I mostly just laid around, played video games, and then I mean, would take fall asleep. I mean, it was wonderful, <laughs> but it, it's wonderful. But at the same time, now being in a family, there's this weird layer of guilt that you get. Like you you should be doing something, and people are judging you. So, you know, there's well, a little bit of that. Yeah. I mean, my wife came through in the end and did come with me to the grocery store for us to uh, go grocery shopping today. So, yeah. But you know what? My it's not that bad. You know, my wife. You know, we went to a hockey game, and then even though I didn't do nothing Saturday, she went out. <laughs> she went. Her friend asked if she wanted to go play bingo. They'll go and play bingo. And I was like, yeah, have at it, you know, go. So she was gone for like hours. She went to play yep. bingo. And uh, I don't know. I said, honey, I don't know. Like it sounds like you were fit. version of what my wife went and did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, and my wife baked cookies and shit. And I was just like, and she brought, and I was like, I don't know. You sound like you were accepted pretty well into like the old people bingo world. Oh, you know what I mean? You're talking shit. Like she was, she was there. No, she was as you know, she was there. She had a good time, and like, you know, she didn't understand. Yo, know, I don't know if you've played bingo lately, but they go they go ham with that shit now. Like, not with the lately, dip. no. <laughs> I went when I was, believe it or not, I I had a girlfriend when I was like twenty, and she would go with her mom and like aunts and shit, and so I went once when I was like twenty to like mm-hmm. play bingo. And let me tell you something. If you're under the age of fucking 50, you go play bingo, you get some side eyes. They do not like you among them. Suddenly, I you want know? to go play bingo. <laughs> yeah, the old people do not like when you infiltrate this spot. Especially if you you better watch out in the parking lot if you call bingo, too. <laughs> They're going to be fucking waiting for you with the fucking little scooters and the, the walkers and shit. Like, you know? They do not like that shit. I remember my girlfriend, We were, she was like younger than me. So she's probably like 18 or 19. I think she was 19. She was a year. And I was 20. And she got bingo. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The look she got. It's like, oh, my God. This, this reminds me of a, uh, there was a PlayStation racing game that when we were on the B, when I was on the B team, we got uh, review codes for, and it was called Coffin Dodgers. I remember that. <laughs> it was a racing game. Coffin Dodgers. Yeah, it was a yeah. racing game where you're a bunch of old people. <laughs> old people. And you just made me think about that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so but she she had a good time. She didn't win. But you know, if you haven't like played that was Bing- for the best for her safety. Um Yeah. Yeah. She would have yeah. got mobbed. They've been throwing beating her with their little troll dolls and fucking daubers. <laughs> but um 
<laughs> I don't know. It's wild that you see people, they set up like they got those little troll dolls and shit. Uh, and they, they have That's trinkets and stuff. Like people that go every week, like to the church, it's like what they do. Dude, they put out all their trinkets all around them and shit. It's wild, dude. And uh, like the bingo is like, there's all different shapes, right? So you play one card of whatever, how many cards you play, but they're used several times because they keep making different shapes. So it's not just like up and down, like connect four. It's like all of a sudden it's like the postage stamp in the fucking butterfly. <laughs> and now you're doing the kite. Like there's all shapes and shit. That pay, it's crazy, right? So, but she just, she did that, and then I think one of the girls was like, "We should do this every week." And then the old people who eat my wife's cookies are like, "Oh my god, can you, you should bring these next time." Yeah, they're already you know assimilated into the bingo world. Uh, but you know, it was nice. She got out, and then today was a chair comp. I had to go to a chair comp this morning. We were there most of the day. Um, Nice. Watching cheerleaders. Watching cheerleaders, man. Watching cheerleaders. And, uh, yeah, that was kind of my, my week, buddy. You know, nothing nothing else that excited. I did watch – I watched the movies, Fred. Go. Although I didn't go to the movies. That's I didn't fine. go to the movies because, unlike you, uh, unless it's a kid's movie, the movies don't exist anymore. I couldn't tell you what – is a theatrical release right now like what is actually in a movie theater to me i haven't seen a movie trailer forever like i don't know what could possibly be in that building that is actually running <laughs> well and to be fair <laughs> like know? yeah until my daughter was probably like eight eight or nine mm. we didn't either yeah yeah um we well, you know the um you know, the um, Deadpool 3 trailer, I think, I can't remember what we talked about last week, but the Deadpool 3 trailer has me fascinated, right? Um, because I love Deadpool. I love Deadpool, but i never seen Deadpool 2, which is what? weird for someone who really liked 1. Oh, right? yeah, because Domino watched... comes in and it's played by the uh, super hot chick yes. from the Fast and the Furious movies. Yes, and... um. What's her name? Zach? Is that weird name, right? Zach yeah, no, beats or something weird like that. Zach, that doesn't sound right. What I'm saying, Zach. It's not like. Are you thinking? Zazzy this? Oh beats. yeah, Zazzy Beats. That's her name. Ah, I was right. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a human name. That's why I thought I was saying it wrong. Um, she was in Bat. She was in Joke Joker. No, she was Joker. in Joker. Yes. That's right. Okay, I knew I knew her face. Um, but you know, I, I I really like Loki, right? The show Loki. Uh huh. Like I really like how odd that show is. <laughs> you know. Well, I've like, watched season two, but I'm no longer a Disney Plus subscriber. But I digress. Oh, so. so I'm I'm watching season two. I I really like it. So when the Deadpool three trailer t- dropped, I knew the play is in it, right? Like you, I'm assuming you've seen the trailer, right? Dead oh yeah, Game I've seen the Red Band trailer where he's like, "I'm no so, pegging." <laughs> yeah, so the TVA stuff, like I knew exactly what it was, but I didn't quite understand why they were there because I had never watched two, so I had to go. So mm-hmm. I actually watched Deadpool one and two in a row this week, oh, and it was highly, 
It was highly enjoyable. Are those on Disney Plus? Yeah, they're on Disney Plus now. Okay. Because they own remember how, all like, that. I remember shit. for a short time they were like, oh, we don't want to have R-rated movies, but then they suddenly had them, right? So Well, like, so it seemed when they acquired, when they started dabbling with the Netflix stuff, right? Yeah, when they I were bringing was, in the yeah, Netflix, Netflix and people. then Fox also, yeah. But they got but, yeah. but besides from the Wolverine movie, like Fox was never really super violent either, right? But it was really the Daredevil in in the Netflix shows were Yeah, Iron Fist, Jessica violent. Jones, yeah, all that stuff. New nudity and violence. So when they sort of brought that stuff in the fold and they was gonna be doing a Daredevil show and all this. Um, so then they did the Echo show, which is from you know, she was in the Hawkeye show. I believe she was Echo. That's where she came from. Okay. But, you know, in their universe, right? The the Hawkeye Christmas series there, which was pretty fun. Um, and Echo was in there. And that's where they introduced Kingpin, the Daredevil Kingpin from Netflix. Right? Um, yes. The, yes. The, he had a cameo in that. And then so now they made the Echo show, which I haven't watched yet, but the Kingpin's in that. But that was their first, um, I don't know, quote-unquote R-rated show. And so <clears throat> when they updated Disney Plus last time and you turned it on, it actually makes you agree to like an over-18 restricted viewing thing, like letting you know, hey, there's over-18 content now on Disney Plus. So you had to like agree to it or acknowledge it. So, yeah. So now they have all they have the Deadpool movies on there, and uh, whatnot. And uh, Deadpool two, highly enjoyable. Fred, very good movie. I laughed several yeah. times. I liked it. I like that you can never tell with those movies where is it going. You know, mm-hmm. um, I really <laughs> like it. And then obviously at the end of Deadpool two, spoiler alert. There's a lot of like time traveling stuff going on. Yes. And uh, so that is why the TVA is uh, interested in him. Because usually uh, when you fuck with time, you create uh, branches, right? And then the TVA has to come in and prune your ass. (laughs) Uh, At least that's how the old TVA worked. But in the Deadpool 3 trailer, they don't, if you notice, they didn't show up and just like, like the TVA would just pop in your living room and take you. You'd be done. But if you notice, they knock on his door like, hey, yeah. <laughs> like they didn't come and kick down his door. They were like, hey, come with us. You know, we kind of need you. So um, I'm assuming um, that he's going to be popping into other movies and, and basically cleaning up timelines because, well, and you know, that's, Marvel. That's what he did in the comics. That's yeah. In, he didn't in, clean up at timelines of, per se, but he would always pop into various people's comics and yeah, do. Well, he acknowledges several times in his movies, like how stuff doesn't make sense and lazy writing and whatever. You know what I mean? Like he acknowledges, like yeah, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end, when he's jumping around in time, he actually even says, "Don't mind me, I'm just cleaning up the timeline." You know. Um, <laughs> So with Deadpool 3, uh, yeah, I'm assuming, you know, he makes that joke on Marvel Jesus because uh kind of is. 
if he's going to come in and sort of like, you know, clean up some of the more convoluted shit that they know they've caused, you know, and um, <clears throat> I was watching a breakdown of it. And if you watch Loki uh, pruned shit or stuff that gets wiped from the timelines, they end up in the void or they end up in that, uh, I think it's called the void. I don't know. They end up in that wasteland sort of place where there's just junk from all different movies and shit laying around. Yes. Uh, And I like, so I'm assuming that's where he is in the trailer because you see like Fox studio logo. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking in the background. Um, But then they also show, um, there's like a convoy of cars going by and someone zoomed in. It's like cars from all different movies. Like there's an ice cream truck from Moon Knight. Like there's all, all different crazy cars. And then in that void, is all all off all off the big uh sort of smoke monster that like eats shit and i'm assuming that's who he's fighting when that guy's like help me in this big smoke because you can sort of see a smoke thing Mm -hmm. take him i don't know it seems wild and crazy and uh i don't know i wanted to be up to date so uh i'm gonna have to go to the movies for it i might have to venture out to the movies even if it's by myself oh yeah deadpool uh, 3 is gonna definitely deliver and tomorrow night we're going to the movies again. We're going to see Madam Web. Yep. So, Madam Web. Because I'm one of the few people who knows who she is. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't you, you gotten know to her issues yet. I haven't gotten to. She first uh, appears in 210, but yeah. And uh, after this movie release, you'll still be one of the few people that know who she is. Because uh, you can't keep using that joke on all the comic book movies I go see. <laughs> <laughs> because. Uh, it was From number the two in the box it. office this week, but Bob Marley did take number one, and I. I was gonna say up against what the, the Bob Marley documentary. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it was either so more people wanted to uh, watch a movie where they couldn't understand what anybody was saying than see Madam Web. That's accurate. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yes. Um. <laughs> Very good. Ah, thank you, thank you. Where's my laugh button? Where's my laugh button? I need my laugh track buttons. You know, I got laugh track buttons. You know, right? well, if only I tried you did. using them. If only you did. I I do have them. I tried using them on my last whatnot show. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I did. But uh, so I got them real cheap, real cheap fucking ones that you can because re- I couldn't find any where it actually had a recorded laugh track. They were either like the fake stupid laugh buttons uh-huh. where it's like a fake like animated laugh, yeah. but I wanted like sitcom laughter. Yeah. So I found these um, dog training buttons that you can record anything you want yes. up to 30 seconds. Yep. So I have those. Do you want to hear them? Sure. Of course I do. Let me, let me, let me see. I think I have them right here. They're in the other room. Hold on. This is uh, good radio. While Trees is in the other room, I will uh, stare at the ceiling. <laughs> no, no, I'm back. We're back. No, so I got these, chip and I, 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 I used them on the last whatnot show. But I, I you know, whenever there was, uh, I thought I said something funny. Yeah. And uh, let's see, is this one, this one on? Thank you. I get that one. Still going. That's for the long extended jokes. This one work? Thank you. 
So that's what I use during my whatnot show. Uh, and of course, I didn't have many chances. And uh, of course, my wife's in the chat randomly, right? During my whatnot shows. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and so whenever I make wife jokes, that's when she decides to listen. Yeah. So I think you I had tell. Slimer. My favorite joke that I, no one laughed at, by the way, in the chat, didn't even get acknowledged. I think I was just talking to myself last Wednesday, but there was uh, Slimer, you know, from Ghostbusters. Uh-huh. And I have the one where he has all the hot dogs in his mouth. Yep. <clears throat> and I said, I love this slime. Look at this Slimer. I said, hot, full of hot dogs. I go, all those hot dogs in his mouth. I go, reminds me of my ex my ex-wife. Thank you. Thank you. And nothing. And then also my wife's like, what the fuck? I'm like, God damn. I'm calling her a whore, people. All right? Let's get on board here. There were a bunch of blowjob jokes in last night's concert. Just going to say, if you've never seen Steel Panther live, prepare. Mm-hmm. Prepare. Prepare? Yep. But anyways, Fred, enough of that shit. That's that how we keep it all week. topical, because Weenie Ride... Is not about hot dogs, if you thought no. it might have been. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Weenie Ride. Yes. Yeah. It reminds me of Spinal Tap. It was, yeah. Weenie Ride was, I think it was on their second album. Was it on Balls Out? I think it was on Balls Out. <laughs> yeah, they're very... <laughs> yeah, they're skating to Spinal Tap. Uh, oh, they're beyond Spinal that. Tap. <laughs> I mean, their first single was Asian Hooker. <laughs> yeah. It says here for a view for uh, Shark Sandwich. Simple two words, shit sandwich. They can't print that. What does it say that? You, you can't print that. <laughs> what does it say that? <laughs> Classic. But yeah, um, but yeah, Weenie Ride is a hidden track. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I was actually very upset that my two favorite songs, uh, Community Property, um, the, the chorus is, my heart belongs to you, my love is pure and true, my heart belongs to you, but my cock is community property. That's okay. a classic to do at karaoke bars. Um, I, miss, I didn't hear that and, one and on the radio. And believe it or not, they are at many of the karaoke bars around here. I can sing community property. Nobody ever knows what band it is. They're like, where did you know that song from? Um, Mm -hmm. and there was another one, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on the name and I don't want to dwell on this, but, uh, it was, uh, it's about, um, um, taking a girl backstage and she's like really young and, uh, not like underage young, but like taking a teenage girl backstage, like an 18 year old girl backstage and having sex with her. Um, and I forget the name of the huh. song. And it makes me sound really creepy that I like that song uh-huh. if you don't yeah. have the context of how funny the song no. is. Yes. So I'll just move Missing on. That now. Context. So moving on. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to edit that out, but we'll just move on. Um, so let's talk about video games. <laughs> <laughs> move it on, dude. <laughs> as, I, as I abort. Uh, but. Um, <laughs> So trees, uh, oh, I think funny. I told you that uh, last week that my um, my arcade, the uh, Raspberry Pi in it, died. Oh. Do you remember that? And you said like that could be like, or no, my wife told me that could be a project while my foot was yes. injured, um, 
which that got taken care of as well. Um, but uh, <clears throat> so I bought a mini PC and they've got like mini PCs nowadays that run Windows 11. Have you heard of these things? It's called a Chewy. Um, uh, C-H-U-W-I. Like something I... And I think it's a mini Sounds PC like or a micro uh, PC. Um, <clears throat> but these PCs, there's three price points. There's a hundred bucks, a hundred and... Oh, well, these were on sale though. I bet they're higher price than this, but at Newegg, it was a hundred bucks for four gigs of RAM and 128 gigs of space and Windows 11. And it's a uh, Celeron processor, a... Uh, with no graphics card. Uh, it's like internal graphics card. And it's a little cube. But then they had two stronger ones, which uh, one uses the um, an Intel N100 chip, which is a decent quad core um, for just mm -hmm. like small uses. Like, you know, I wouldn't go crazy on it, but if you're just going to play games on it, um, it comes with eight gigs of RAM and 256 um, gigs on an SSD Plus, it's got a micro SD card slot, and it's got four USB ports. Um, was 135, and then there was one that was, uh, I think it was 512 with 12 gigs of RAM, and uh, everything else was hardware the same, but it didn't have a micro SD port, and that was like 150. So I bought the middle one. I bought the $135 one. <clears throat> and trees, when I get it, it should arrive not tomorrow the following day, because oh. I think tomorrow's a holiday. Um, but mm -hmm. uh, when I get it, um, I'm going to set up MAME on it and uh, set up a front end and set all that stuff up. So that'll be fun. I'll get an arcade machine back. Um, yeah. And I'll have a cool little Windows 11 PC to fuck around with if I ever want it. So, <laughs> um, but I, that was kind of an interesting little thing for 135 bucks because um, Raspberry Pi's, Nowadays, uh, there's a Raspberry Pi 5, and it was 80 bucks. And then when you add in all the stuff you need in the case and everything, it was going to cost me over 135 anyway, and that runs Linux. And Linux is fine, but I'm not well-versed in Linux. And all the RetroPie stuff, I can't customize as well because it's based off of a pre-scripted image. You can customize it, but I can't do the kind of hardcore custom jobs I want to do. Whereas Windows, I'm very well versed with, and I can buy these um, customizable front ends and stuff. So it'll be a fun little project to fuck around with for a while. Um, yeah. I also bought more RAM for my PC trees, so I'm upgrading from 16 to 32 gigs. So I get to do the RAM stick swap out, which is usually just really quick and boring. You just pop, pop, you know, and swap it out. Um, right. But there's always that like really small chance that you go to turn your PC on and it doesn't love your RAM and it freaks out. Um, I got, um, what is it? G-Skill Rip Jaws. That's what I got. G-Skill Rip Jaws at 3600 megahertz. So I have to go into my BIOS. Oh. Once I boot up my PC and make sure it detects the 32 gigs and everything's running fine, I'll then go into my BIOS and have to crank up the, the clock speed so that it can hit those speeds. This is not the same as overclocking. These are authorized clock speeds of 3600 that my motherboard supports, but you got to flip on that faster pay speed in the in the BIOS. So, oh. but we'll see how that goes. And I'm keeping the old RAM stick, so if it doesn't work, I'll just 
put the old ram sticks back in and return the and return the ram but i got a good deal right i got a good deal on that uh you know ram used to be like not super expensive but not super cheap and for the record i use ddr4 with my motherboard um so uh so yeah, I I uh, let's see, thirty two gigs I think was eighty for the G Skill Rip Jaws mm-hmm. and trees. You probably probably want to scold me on this, but I didn't spring the extra <laughs> ten bucks to get the one with the RGB lighting. No oh, man. Yeah. yeah. What good is it then? I know, right? What was the fucking point? <laughs> I do have a full RGB setup though on my uh, motherboard. Yeah. Uh, but I okay. do. I don't do a lot of the crazy stuff with it. I just do the roaring fire, so it just does a fun little roaring fire on my fans and my uh, graphics card and my right. uh, my, my my liquid cooler. Um, but yeah, so I I bought that, um, and uh, yeah, so I'll be I'll be setting that up, and then after I set that up. The next project will be soldering. So I'll probably take a couple weeks off before oh. I talk to people next. But I'm going to... Fun. The next thing will be replacing the the um, controller ports on my uh, my Sega Genesis 2. So, <clears throat> but anyway. Jeez. Yeah. Which, those aren't very <laughs> hard, but they are soldered onto the motherboard. And it's all one piece. So I'm going to have to learn how to disassemble a Sega Genesis. But I, I bet it's not too hard. Um I don't think there's much in there. No, no, I don't think there is. So, I've taken apart a lot of things. There's not much going but, on in there. Uh, but yeah, let's see. Um, next up, I, uh, I've i been playing Magic the Gathering Arena. There's a new set out. So, okay. Yeah. What is the new set called? Uh, hold on. Because it's also in the main game uh the murders at karlov manor so this is an interesting set trees where a lot of the creatures have cloaking where you pay i know you know just the very basics of of magic yeah you base, pay three yeah, colorless basic. mana which means it doesn't matter what color it is Mm-hmm. And you can cast your creature, instead of casting your actual creature, you can cast it face down so your opponent doesn't know what it is. Doesn't. Okay. And it also gets ward of two colorless, which means if they try to cast a spell on your creature to kill it or do whatever to it, they have to pay two extra mana to do it, which means all of a sudden all spells cast on your creatures become very expensive. And at any time, you can pay the disguise cost to flip that card over. So let's say like when you cast the creature and he's face down, it's a 2-2. So it can deal two damage and take two damage. So you attack with it and they block it with a 2-2. Well, let's say the creature is more strong than that. You can pay the disguise cost, flip it over. Now that creature is not going to die and it'll probably kill that other creature. Another way you can do mm-hmm. that is, let's say they go to deal two damage to it. So you pay the cost, flip it over, and maybe it can withstand more damage than that, and so it lives. And then the last way is um, all a lot of these spells, when you flip them over, they do something, right? Like these creatures do something. It triggers an effect. And so it might like, counter a spell that's being cast on it or it may make it 
you know, return to your hand or it mm. may create other creatures, right? So even if it's dying, you can use that to trigger it. So you're you're playing a game where you don't really know what creatures you're up against, right? So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. And then they introduced cases, which are like enchantments that come out and you have to meet a requirement. And then when you do, you can quote unquote solve the case by paying a cost or sometimes the cost is zero and you get rid of the enchantment and it triggers an effect. So that's fun. And then they created like a bunch of detectives and investigators and stuff like that. So it's like Sherlock Holmes meets Magic the Gathering. So right. it's a fun little set. Um, I know I don't talk about Magic as much as like, say you talk about Marvel Unlimited. And um, mm-hmm. and so I figured I would talk about it. I also recently, Trees, I think I talked about it on the show, but I recently acquired an 8-bit set of lands. So all my lands look like they're from like a Commodore 64, like, no. you know, era you know, graphics, like they're pixelated and stuff like that. So those are fun to play with. Um, but I've been enjoying that set. Um, arena's still shit. And every now and again, um, <laughs> the, the way it handles lands is just dog shit. But I can deal with that um, in the interest of playing the game. So I'm having some fun. Right. So. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. Let's see. What You're constant. It? Murders at... Karlov Manor. Um, and what I do like is that's consistent with the magic card set. So um, I'm thinking mm-hmm. about going to our local card shop collector's cash on Friday Night Magic and maybe getting into a booster draft or something. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. But I need to have a way to like ditch my cards afterwards because I don't want to keep them. But anyway, maybe I'll hang on to them and give them away to a listener or something. Maybe we have Magic the Gathering listeners. Who knows? But... All right, Trees, I got a new release to talk about, and it's not good news. Ooh. Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so, Trees, as you know, I was eagerly awaiting Tomb Raider 1 through 3 remastered. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Eagerly. Yes, yeah, so Eagerly I awaiting. I pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered it, and I was going to pre-order it on Steam to get it for $23.99, and I should have done that. But I stupidly okay. went to cdkeys.com, where they do sell official keys. Um, they're not like one of those things where it's like some crazy dude in Russia's like, you know, <laughs> selling you like Kingwin and G2A, where they're selling like illegally uh, received keys mm. and whatnot. Um, they had it slightly cheaper. They'll do this a lot. They'll They'll make it slightly cheaper as a third party. Like they'll say, oh, well, in the interest of, you know, making it worthwhile, we'll sell it a little cheaper and we'll cut that off of our... Bottom line. Um, They had it for, I think, 22-something. So I bought it there. This is why that was a mistake. So, Trees, (laughs) have you ever played Tomb Raider 1 through 3, like, even back in the day on, like, PlayStation? Back in the day. Okay. Yeah, back in the day I did. So those are not the Tomb Raider games people know of, even as recently as Tomb Raider Anniversary, like, on the Xbox 360 and stuff. Those old games are meticulous. They you had to know stuff like how to drop yes. off of a ledge holding the uh, the button that would have Lara grab the ledge. You know what I mean? And that was like a tactic. And hopping mm-hmm. backwards was a tactic. And he used tank controls, a la um, kind of like Resident Evil, but Resident Evil had fixed camera angles where Tomb Raider did not. So I'm trying to think of like there were plenty of other PlayStation games though where 
when you, uh, Silent Hill actually is that kind of tank controls. I don't believe you control the camera in Silent Hill, but maybe you do. And maybe it's fixed camera angles as well. But there were plenty of games where like when you would like turn to the right, right? The camera would swing around so that you were always looking at the back of the character, you know? Um, and that's how Tomb Raider was. And then there was the infamous like, right? I think Lara had to run two steps before you could do a running jump. Right, she had to get momentum to be able to do a leap. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I'm that's really so sure lost like, on me now. It's been it was so like long. on a grid system, and and I should tell you, I recently watched a uh, John Linneman uh, Digital Foundry, uh, you know, thing on Tomb Raider, the original that he had done for a DF retro like years ago. But yeah, you had to have like one or two steps. And so that was the whole thing with Lara and you could walk. Do you remember you could walk with her? You'd hold down the walk button and you could walk to the edge. Yes. Yes. Thing. So what you would do is you'd plan your jump. You'd make sure she's facing the right way. You'd walk to the edge until it wouldn't let you walk forward anymore. You would do a hop backwards. Then you would press forward and she would do one, two steps. And on the second step, you would hit the jump button and she'd make a big leap. And then if you held down that button, she would reach her arms out so she could grab ledges for, depending on how long of a leap you had to make. Hmm. She also had that weird mechanic where if you want to jump to a higher ledge above you, you would jump straight up. And then after you were in the air, you would press forward. And that's how she would grab those. So it was just of its time. But people who grew up playing those really got it and really liked it, right? They got used to mm-hmm. it. And yes. it's been my experience that for the last, what, how old's Tomb Raider? 30 years old or something? 96. It's up there. It's yeah. up there. No, wait. Yeah. No, I think it was 95. It doesn't matter. It's getting on, what are we at? Yeah, 30 years. <laughs> it's old. Yeah. And <laughs> the people who liked those games always liked those games. They were usually those crazy fucking European people, but there were plenty of Americans who liked it too. They liked those games and they unapologetically liked them and they played every version of them, right? There were PC ports later. They played those. Um, those had extra special packs and all that stuff. Um, but I always found those to be incredibly obtuse. I did not enjoy Tomb Raider. I struggled a lot to get through the original PlayStation 1 first like area, right? Like those Mayan cave or those Alp caves mm-hmm. or whatever. And I could never get very far. Fast forward to Tomb Raider Anniversary. And I remember playing that on PC probably a few years back. And I really struggled with it too. Um, but it was because I was using a controller and the game was really designed for keyboard and mouse as weird as that sounds and so certain right. camera motions and stuff were a challenge um i contemplated playing the wii version but i heard that one was brutal too and eventually i played the xbox 360 version which was actually a for originally downloaded concept uh downloaded dlc content dlc downloadable content blah i can talk um, mm. for Tomb Raider Legend, which released pretty early into the 360 life cycle. And, um, and then it was sold as a standalone uh, later. But I have Tomb Raider Legend, and then my copy of Anniversary is actually like DLC you get for it that you unlock in the menu. But I think it later got branched out because I remember playing Tomb Raider Anniversary as its own game as well. So either I bought it or got it for free because it was originally DLC or something. But 
Mm. I remember you used to have to have legend installed and now you don't have to anymore. Um, I think that's how it worked. It used to be DLC. So you had to have legend installed cause it used the engine. And then at some point the downloadable file became just, you know, a full game. But, uh, anyway, I bring all this up because Aspire was releasing this remaster and they said, we redid the lighting engine. We redid the graphics. It now runs at 60 frames a second. Even the PC versions of those games ran at 30 frames a second. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and they said, and we modernized the controls. So I thought at least to a certain extent, <laughs> That a lot of the things I just told you about, the hopping backwards, the walking mm-hmm. to the ledge, all that stuff, was going to either go away or be... I knew they would retain it for some people, but they would you know, have a different way where you could play it more action-oriented, more like modern-day games. Right. They did not. Oh. They did not. And here's why I think that's a disservice. The people who like these games already have them. They, pro- I would guess right now, they either are old school like me and have them on like a PS3 and bought them on the PlayStation Network, or they've got the discs. And fun fact, if you have a PS3, you can put PS1 discs in there and every PS3 is backward compatible. It's only the PS2 games that have the backward right. compatibility restrictions. Or you have a PS1 and you just play it. Or maybe you're one of those god-awful heathens who plays it on the Saturn. Um, (laughs) Or the most likely circumstance, you have it on PC. The games were dirt cheap on Steam. And they released this... uh, This modder created this this open source version of it called Open Lara. Which basically took those PC games and modernized them with like widescreen support, 60 frames a second, modern controller support... Uh, you know, 4K support, you know, and and upgraded those games, but they didn't change the original design of the game, right? They didn't reprogram the game. So that grid system right. still existed. So you still had to use the tank controls and the hop backwards and the leaps and stuff like that. And so it just never connected with me. Mm. So naturally I was super saddened because yeah. here's what you'll do. And I don't know if you remember this from back when playing these games, but only if you do, it'll be like shell shock. So you're just walking along and you go to do a jump and you press the jump button and she doesn't jump. Well, it's because Mm. are you running at full speed and did you get two paces in before you hit the jump button? Otherwise, Lara doesn't have the momentum to jump and so she's not going to jump. She's just going to fall. Unless you're holding down the grab the ledge button. Now, those well-versed with this game will use the tank controls because they have tank controls, which are just the old school controls. You can remap the buttons though, but the camera moves with you when you like look around or there's modern controls, which just basically use the modern Tomb Raider control scheme complete with like, you know, left trigger aims, right trigger pull shoots. Um, A is jump instead of X. Um, You know, the, the, the left stick, just controls her movements instead of, you know, her, her rotation. Right. And then, right. um, you have free form control of the camera, but you still have to, and you lose the ability to hop backwards because the modern controls will have her turn around and start walking in that direction. So mm. you have to actually now use the walk function 
and really work with a really shitty camera. The camera sucks too. They didn't upgrade it, and with modern controls, you get fucked even worse. So it sounds like they they just basically did a floating camera where the camera was for the tank controls, and that does it a disservice also. So you either have people who have played these games a million times under the sun, probably have no reason to buy this, probably didn't buy it, or they're such super fans that they bought it and, you know, they're fine with it. But the problem is, is I feel like these remasters, by and large, their goal is to introduce them to new audiences who, for whatever reason, either didn't play the old game, either from availability or in this case, because availability was very easy to find, I would say, you know, just the obtuse nature of getting used to this type of game. Because it is not a platforming action game, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It is... I'm trying to think of what game it's it's got the most in common with. It is not an Uncharted game or a Tomb Raider or a modern Tomb Raider game. It is probably more akin to... I don't know. I don't know. It's just a, a very planned out, like, climbing game, basically. Yeah. With really poor shooting segments. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Bad so, camera so yeah. and bad shooting. Trees, it took me over an hour to beat the second or third level where there is, oh, this is a, the other thing. There's no checkpoints, right? It's just save. You have to save on your own. Um, and then when you die, you reload. So if you forgot to save, you start the game over. <laughs> um, and wherever you died. So they have hmm. some parts, many parts. In fact, this was in an early part of the level where, and I don't understand this, but like, I had gotten the the walking, the running, and all that down, right? Because you can go into Lara's manor on the main screen. It's just like a menu option where you can go to Lara's house. And there's a training facility there where you can get used yes. to the controls. And it walks you through yes. that. But how much you want to bet a lot of people just start the game. They're hoping for a tutorial they can't find. And they're like, how the fuck do you play this game? Go to Lara's house. <laughs> That's how you do it. Yep. Um, but... Uh, but I didn't have any problems with that. So I was playing through this level and the original Tomb Raider one had, and I'm sure the other ones do too, but had a, um, a lot of things where you're running and then the floor falls out from under you. <laughs> yep. Well, it doesn't come yep. back. So you can very quickly get yourself into a position where you can't beat the level now and you can't die because yes, there might not over. be enemies. You're just stuck. And there's no restart the oh. level option. Tomb Raider Anniversary had that, but this doesn't. So really? you are just, you have to reload your, your last save. So hopefully you thought to save before doing it. Yet again, the people who've played this game a bunch of times know to do that. The people who haven't, won't. And this will be a point of frustration to them. And so, but I was running along and I knew the ground was falling out and I made the leap, but for, and she was reaching out for, it, but for some reason she didn't grab the ledge and she just fell into the water. And I had forgotten to save right beforehand. So I was like 20 minutes back. So I had to go back and reload it and start it all over again. But it took me over an hour to beat like the third level. And I was like, you know what? I don't like this game. <laughs> this did not yeah. modernize it enough. Maybe I'll get lucky and patches will modernize it, but honestly, I would have returned it. And I could have returned it because I played less than two hours had I played the, um, had I bought it it on Steam or on Xbox because you get, you know, a return policy. It sounds like they also 
maybe in their attempts to like modernize it a little. It seems like they stripped away some of its janky charm too. Whereas, you know, someone like you said that's never played the old Tomb Raiders, maybe they know the new Tomb Raiders, the mm-hmm. rebooted Tomb Raiders, but maybe they go to play the old one, right? Yeah. And it's like maybe if they played it in its original form, so they would appreciate luck, it. Trees. Can you play it in the original? Just yes, straight you up? can. You can swap it to the original form, and when that happens, it goes to thirty frames a second, just like that mm. original game, which a lot of people were complaining about. But I was like, no, like if you want to play the authentic original version, that's what yeah. it is. Well, it's like yeah, so it's it like- goes to the old graphics. You can do the tank controls. That's the default. The default are the tank controls. The developers highly recommend you not use the modern controls and try to get used to the default, con- the tank controls. So yes, you could at any time in this game, you press the start button at least on an Xbox controller when I'm on PC and it, it swaps it to the original graphics, original, con- well, the controls you'd have to, in the menu, change it to the tank controls. But if you're naturally using tank controls, um, which I was not, I did not like the tank controls, I was using modern controls. But yeah, you can play the original game, original tank controls, 30 frames a second. So that you do get in this. So I'll give them that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think if someone was just wanted to check out, like, what was the original Tomb Raider? What was this PlayStation? I think if they just played the original one, it was like, oh, that's neat. But it seems like how they tried to update it a little bit, it just is a total turnoff. Well, We'd be like, this is, is garbage. It, it looks like a garbage. Duck. It sounds like a duck. It runs like a duck, but it doesn't play like a duck. You know what hmm. I mean? Like that's yeah. the problem is they read it all the graphics and read it the control scheme, but they didn't redo the logistical nature of the game. And here's my, here's my argument. Here's where the tomb... All right, Tomb Raider fans, grab your torches, because I've heard it. But it's like, if you want to play the original game, that exists. It's on Steam. Tomb Raider 1, 2, and 3. In fact, all the Tomb Raider games, the PC ports, are on there. And you can play them in their original form. And they only cost, like, shit, they went on sale all the time. I think I bought the whole Tomb Raider pack for, like, 15 bucks, And it was, like, all the games, including the more Mm. modern ones. Um, you can do that. And so the people who like the old jank and everything can go back and play those already. And if they want the enhancements, Open Lara gives them that as well. Mm -hmm. So to me, this is to introduce it to a new audience and they fundamentally, games don't act like that. So to me, like, that's where they failed it. You think they'd ever rebuild the original Tomb Raider in the modern? Like, because the original I was Tomb Raider, hoping they were gonna do, it was gonna look like the new fucking Tomb Raider, oh, like but new, just the new, old like game, the new new one. Yeah, like if they ah. did one of these, because the remakes are all the rage now. So, like the new, new, new Tomb Raider. Right? There was two of them, right? Three. What was it more? The, there was, was three. Tomb Raider, I Rise of the Tomb Raider, and okay. So I only played Tomb Raider, which I loved. I thought it was great. A little violent, but I liked it. Um, oh yeah, the new ones. I really but it looked, played. but it looked great. Yes. So it to me it would be funny taking that level of detail 
and then going back and just doing the original game with all the stupid T-Rex and the fucking, (laughs) like, all that goofy cartoon stuff, the Midas turning the gold and all that shit, like, all those things that were in the original ones, and just, but with the modern, like, realism, I think that'd be kind of goofy. Kind of fun. Shadow of the Tomb Raider was the third one. I knew it would finally come to me. Oh, okay. Um, But, uh, yeah. I'd like to see that T-Rex in Jurassic Park style. Yeah. Yes, and I think the reason they don't do that is because they already did Tomb Raider Anniversary, and to a certain extent, the new Tomb Raider games are kind of like, they're nothing like those Tomb Raider games, but they are essentially remakes, or not remakes. Yeah, yeah. Reboots. I know what you mean. Yeah, because I will say that um, Tomb Raider 2 is more combat heavy. I've not played it, but I know that. And Rise of the Tomb Raider was much more combat heavy. And Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Tomb Raider 3, um, those are very similar in, I would say, feel. You know what I mean? So they mm-hmm. kind of already did it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't this. And yeah. And I was like, okay, I just, I'm wondering if I'm alone here. No, I am not. It is, I'll save you guys the trouble. It is just a cesspool of elitist Tomb Raider fans telling people they don't understand how games used to be. They don't understand the majesty that is Tomb Raider. And they need to play this game on its own terms instead of expect the game to change for them. And then it's a bunch of modern people who are like, y'all bitches, fuck off. Like, this is, that's fine, but you're trying to get my money for this. And you sell it off by like saying you modernized it and you didn't modernize how it plays. And right. I will say, and I think you can even relate to this. People are not used to when you press a jump button, your character doesn't jump. That frustrates people. Yeah. And so I don't, I think they should have really warned about that. Um, We'll see. It is what it is. So, in short, if you are thinking about this game, if you're a Tomb Raider fan, go mm-hmm. for it. It's it's a no-brainer. You're going to love it if you like those first three games. And it does put in the PC-exclusive stuff. So, for those of us who only played it on consoles, you can do that. But I, I won't, of course, for obvious reasons, unless they make <laughs> some changes I don't think they're going to make. Um, if, you're, if you found those obtuse or you don't really like dated games... Just stay away. There's no reason to go to this. Yeah, I think I'll stay away. So, I was a little bummed about it, but yeah. So, mm. um, real quick update on Ratchet and Clank. So, oh, I, yeah, the original. Yeah, I got over my getting stuck and mm-hmm. uh, found my way again. I was so pissed off, though. Um, the reason I didn't have the hoverboard was because I hadn't found the hoverboard guy. I thought he was like, Hidden within the map and everything? No, there's just a little alcove I didn't notice on the planet he's on. Yeah, he's just standing uh, around, right? He's right behind your ship. Yeah, he's just standing there. Yes, and so once I did that, I got the hoverboard and then went and did it. So um, I'm making my way along that game. I don't know how close I am to the end, but I'm pretty far um, and still enjoying it. Um, Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um, I will say... Ugh. PlayStation 2 era. 
sometimes, mm. mm-hmm. sometimes some of the challenges they do, they're just like, why, why do we have to be pixel perfect on this shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a, um, you might remember it. The part that I'm talking about on this specifically, the hoverboard race was a little difficult, yeah. but I was yep, fine I with that. The Eventually, yep. they, they just did a lot of rubber banding, so they're always right behind you. So the moment you screw yes. up, you lose. Yes. Um, you know, uh, no, no Mario Kart fan is a stranger to that. Um, but there was another one where you have to run through a corridor and water is filling up. And if you are even like two seconds off. So if you dawdle even a little bit, you just yes. get to a point where you can't pass it and you have to just keep repeating it over and over and over again. And when I finally finished it, it was like I tried it like a dozen times. No, it doesn't take long. You're only doing the run for like 30 seconds, but it's still frustrating. Mm-hmm. I'd done it like I a dozen times. That. And every time I was like inches from the top, right? Like I was like, mother yes. fucker. Um, and it doesn't help with PlayStation 2 era camera controller <laughs> viewing and yes. swinging around. Should and point fucking... that out too. Yes, we are very much <laughs> in the PS2 era. Which, to be fair, Ratchet & Clank has a pretty liberal camera for games oh, yeah, of that definitely. era. And, um, oh. and stuff like that. But it is still... And I will say, like, probably a lot of people who grew up with that think of that and like have nostalgia for it. The same way we like to do a good Ninja Gaiden run, but I don't know. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those things that could go away. That that and the that one and the uh, what's the other one? The um, oh, what's it called? Uh, the um, God damn it! Why am I blanking on it? Um, the 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 quest where you're uh, the escort mission. That's what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. The escort mission can go away too. Yes. Um, sure. But yeah. So, um, and then I've got one to wrap up with. I was trying to remember, I was playing a game recently and I think I was playing it when we last talked, but I noped out and quit playing it. Oh, it was uh, Monster World 4. Never mind. Yep. Yeah. I forgot what that was all about, but uh, nope, nope. But yeah, um, uh, but uh, no. Uh, finally, this week, what I've played the most of, but I don't have a ton to talk about, is uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Wow. So, trees, did you get that? Um, did you get that uh, um, text from me on Friday night asking about Hogwarts Legacy? Yeah, I think I did. Well, well, refresh me. What'd you ask? Oh me? yeah, so I said, "Hey, when you played it on the PS5, was it stuttery?" Oh, I never replied, did I? I don't, I think don't know I did. if you did or not, but I, I'm guessing you did not because I've I did not because my phone every day, and I think I am getting your texts again. Um, no, I didn't notice anything odd about it. Okay. Because you're saying you think it's a PC thing or it's a... Actually, I can answer this question now because I was going to. So, uh, yes, on the PC, the game was a mess at launch. But there have been ways to change it. And now there's just a ton of different um, people talking about... um, uh, Hold on real quick. Uh, uh, Nexus. Hmm. Um, 
yeah, there's there's a ton of um, issues with the PC version, and they did some updates that helped it, but there was a mod that came out from Nexus Mods, um, which is called... Oh, I can't find it, but it's it's mod 660 um, for Hogwarts, and it it like just basically just is all big on um, uh, on on performance and this and that um, because I was having a ton of hitching. The frame rate was just all over the place, and so when your frame rate is all over the place. Like, I mean, when we're talking all over the place, it would be like 40, then 60, then 100, then 75, then this and that. Even if you have a G-Sync monitor, which can match your refresh rate, mm-hmm. when it's all over the place like that, it's going to hitch because it's just, it's too sporadic. You're not going to get good mm-hmm. performance. And a lot of people were saying that that had been like fixed. And my my PC was definitely able, I have a RTX 4070 Ti, um, and that one is definitely like it's roughly the strength of a 3090 which was the strongest card of the 30 series and so it can handle hogwarts legacy but you can't crank everything up or anything you have to be selective but i was getting good frame rates it was just inconsistent and so i was like how do Mm. i stabilize this frame rate and so i just couldn't figure it out and that's when i texted you that because i'll tell you what i was going to do i was going to buy the Xbox version. And the reason I was going to buy the Xbox version is recently Autumn and we'd watched Harry Potter in the past, but she doesn't seem to remember Mm -hmm. them. And so she was talking to her friends and her friends were rewatching the Harry Potter movies. So she asked me if we could rewatch them. And of course I have the 4k discs. So I was all lit up like a Christmas tree. I was like, yes. (laughs) And so we've been watching the, we watched the first two so far. And so I was like, if I'm going to get Hogwarts Legacy, I may as well get it on Xbox. I remember the Xbox and PlayStation performances were similar. I can't remember which one was more stable. I think PlayStation was slightly more stable for those that really care that much. But Mm -hmm. the Xbox one was fine enough. And I figured if I was going to buy a digital copy, and I was definitely going to buy a digital copy, I may as well buy it on Xbox so that she could play it too if she ever wanted to fuck around in Hogwarts. Yeah, I, I have it for the PS5. Right, right. So. I just remember the console versions performed the same. That's why I was just asking you about the micro stutter because I didn't want to go back and watch the 30-minute Digital Foundry video over again. So I was like, I'll just ask Trees real quick and see if it had it. Yeah, I, it's been so long since I played it. Mm-hmm. And I never beat it. I only played like a few hours of it. Sure. And got side- I actually lent it to my buddy Danny. He's playing it right now. There you go. But um, I wouldn't – you know me, man. I wouldn't remember a stutter anyways – I think you so, noticed it if it was like this. I mean, it was constant. It feel, Every time you'd enter a room, yeah, you'd hitch for. Yeah, if it seemed yeah. like something was broken, I'd be. Yes. I'd remember. But yes. so I'm gonna say no. It doesn't do any of that on the PlayStation Five. Well, and a lot of people were saying it didn't happen here either. So I finally went and found a mod. Um, all I can tell you is it's Nexus Mod 660 for Hogwarts Legacy. But um, I found it, and they were like, "This will buttery smooth it up. This also allows you to get ray tracing and some other features." And it was a relatively easy thing. You just copy a couple of files into a folder, and you run the game. So I tried that, and it definitely improved performance, but it was still hitching up. And he had a function where you could get rid of the hitching, 
And he said, it's like buttery smooth. So I was like, what the fuck is going on with this? And so I finally looked at, I was like, what can I get rid of that could just affect performance that I could toggle on and off? Because I knew it wasn't like simple graphic stuff like shadows and reflections and all that stuff. And I already had ray tracing off. So I finally said, there is this thing called reflex, NVIDIA reflex. First of all, it's just a thing. It, it creates a low latency mode and it's also required for frame generation. And Hogwarts Legacy was one of the earliest games that supported frame generation, but I wasn't using it because I didn't need it. I turned it on and the frame rate was still all over the place. So it didn't stabilize the frame rate. Um, for contrast with Alan Wake, the frame rate was kind of all over the place when I used natural, um, when I used like, non-frame generation. And when I turned on frame generation, it stabilized the frame rate. So like when I learned that Hogwarts didn't do that, I didn't need it. And so I was like, well, reflex is really just needed for low latency and I'm not having a bunch of latency issues. Like I don't feel like the game's not responding to me when I move stuff or that there's a delay. And I was like, and I'm not using frame gen. So I turned off reflex and son of a bitch, if that didn't clear up all the fucking problems, God damn it, that <clears throat> pissed me off. Fucking PC gaming. PC gaming, baby. And I will say for those on the 470 T, 4070Ti, turning Reflex off and then using this mod, I haven't tried removing the mod, but I could, but I'm not going to. But turning Reflex off um, plus that mod really stabilized it. I do see occasional mm. hitches here and there, but like you said, Trees, it's something I can ignore because it's not very right. common. Um, and now it looks incredible because that um, what that mod does is it allows you to get the ultra graphic setting, which oh. was bringing like the 4090, the strongest graphics card on the market to its knees. It allows you to use that ultra graphic settings, but it re-changes how it uses VRAM so that it it's able to pull that off on like not a high performance card and mine can definitely handle it. So now I'm at ultra getting like, Oh, I think I locked it at 60 frames a second. I just wanted to lock it at 60. So I didn't have so unstable frame you, rate and it's just running. So when you play games on your PC, mm -hmm. do you always have like a frame rate thing on the screen? So, you know, like, how do you know, you always say it's running this and that, oh, how sure. do you know what the frame rate is? Cause no I would, you know, obviously on my consoles, I don't know what the frame rate would be running at, but I know on the PCs you guys can sort you of can tell depending on your TV, but then on PCs we have other ways. So yes, so right. um, on PCs, uh, Nvidia the the GeForce experience allows you to do it. So you can always press Alt Z and turn on your frame rate counter if you want it. Um, oh, okay. I don't love overlays, so I don't use that. Um, there is, I use MSI Afterburner, which is another performance thing. It gives you a lot more information though. It gives you frame rate, shows you what your cores are doing, what your VRAM's doing, stuff like that. I like that look a lot more. So I use MSI right. Afterburner. That's another way you can do it, but it's the same thing as GeForce Experience. Believe it or not, Trees, a lot of games have the frame rate counter built into it. I think Robocop did. You could just pop it on there and it'll just tell you the frame oh. rate and you can just tell it where you want it. And then now Windows has put it as part of Windows. So oh. I think it's Alt-G or Windows key G. Um, it might not be G, though. That might be the game bar, and it's a different one. I haven't used it in a while. But that'll just kick on a frame rate counter as well. There is another way, which is on my TV, 
on the LG OLEDs, if you're in game mode and you just press the, the settings button, there's a settings button on your controller, it just pops up your frame rate and you can see it right there. All right. It's just a bar shows up on the bottom of the screen and pops up the frame rate. Now, I don't usually care about frame rate because I don't need to. So I have it set up on my graphics card, on my NVIDIA graphics card. I go into the settings and they're not complex settings. And NVIDIA recommends you with G-Sync, you just turn on G-Sync, you turn on V-Sync at the graphics card level. So on my NVIDIA settings, and I set my max frame rate <clears throat> to a few frames under my TV's max frame rate. So my max frame rate on my TV is 120 hertz or frames a second. So I set my max frame rate at 117. And um, a lot of people like the common one on computer monitors is 144. A lot of people set it to 140. And you just let it go. And when you play games in the games menu settings, you don't set the frame rate. In fact, you usually, if they have an option for frame rate settings, I just make sure it's toggled on unlocked or unlimited. And then I turn off V-Sync. But then I don't have to worry about it. NVIDIA handles the whole thing. The exception is if you can't get stable frame rate. So with my LG OLED, because it's a G-Sync compatible monitor, as long as mm -hmm. I get any frames a second between, I think it's 20 and 120, it'll just adapt to it and I won't notice. Like I'll notice that the frame rate's like less smooth, the animation's less smooth if I have it, because I have an eye for that. So I can tell the difference between 30, 60, 90, things like that. But I won't see any screen tearing or anything. And as long as the frame rate's consistent. So what I mean by that is it's not bouncing all over the place. It's fine if my frame rate's low, like 40 or, because 40 actually looks pretty good, like 30, 40, 60, 90, even 77. I think with Max or with uh, Alan Wake, I was on 115 frames a second most of the time. Mm. It doesn't matter what the frame rate is, even if it's like 70 or 77 or something. It would on a normal TV because you'll get screen tearing if it's not a multiplication of 60 or 30, basically. Um, you'll get screen tearing, which is why all the... P, uh, which is why if you had a non-G-Sync monitor, you would just go into the NVIDIA thing, force frame rate V-Sync, and force 60 frames a second like I do with Hogwarts. So I go to mm -hmm. Hogwarts Legacy, and it's uh, in NVIDIA I go, for this specific game, don't follow my global settings, only do 60 frames a second. And I just do that for stability's sake. So even if it can go mm -hmm. above it, it just locks at 60. Um but, uh, but yeah, if, if you were going to play on a PC, you would do this all the time, Trees. You'd just set your setting to, instead of G-Sync, you would set it to V-Sync on your NVIDIA settings, and you would set it to right. 60, and you wouldn't even need to set it in the games again. NVIDIA would handle the whole thing, and you just run at 60 the whole time. Um, wow. Whereas I, what I got to watch out for with G-Sync, since I can get all kinds of varied frame rates, and I just try to kick out the best I can, is it needs to be consistent. You don't want to be bouncing frame rates all over the place. So right. regardless of what the number is, I want to get it to a spot where it's pretty consistent. I can fluctuate a little bit, like within 10 frames a second. So if it's going between like 72 and 78 or like 70 and 80 all the time, that's not going to matter much. And I'm not going to see stutters or anything like that or juddering. And I won't get tearing because of G-Sync. 
But if you're really going more than that, that's an unstable frame rate and it's just gonna, it, it does cause these hitches and all this stuff on top of all the other things that can cause hitching in a PC game. So yeah, I have to navigate that. But what I do most of the time, Trees, is I just boot the game up once. I, depending on the how taxing the game is, you can kind of tell, you know? Like with RoboCop. Right. And a lot of games nowadays auto-detect it, so they're like, like even Hogwarts Legacy, they're like, we've set your settings based off of detecting that you have a 4070 Ti. Okay, great. I just run with it, and as long as it doesn't hitch up or anything, I just take the settings and I run with it. If I am seeing hitching, or if I feel like the settings don't look the best or I can squeeze more out of it, then I will go to the GeoForce experience and just, um, there's a, it's literally a button that says optimize and it literally just changes. You have to have run the game at least once, but it just changes the settings for your TV, knowing what you've set up already. Mm. So it just goes, okay, he's, here's the best settings. If for any reason I'm still running into problems, I'll try tweaking a couple of things with my own knowledge of video game, you know, performance on PC but if right. I'm, if I'm if it's not really making a noticeable difference, or if I'm not getting sta- stability, then I do go to the digital foundries, and then there are a couple other places where they usually do um, videos that tell you like optimized settings. And if for any reason I don't love those, then um, a lot of things they do nowadays is they just tell you the settings of the console version, and I go, that's fine. I'm you know, I have way too beefy of a PC just to play the console versions, but if I've run into all these stability problems already, I'm just going to go to the console settings and make it look gorgeous and make it look as good as a console. And I just know that that's as good as the console version. Mm -hmm. So anyway, with Hogwarts legacy, nobody said anything about turning off reflex and that that was a problem, but I wonder if that's very limited to 40 series cards. And a lot of people out there aren't running 40 series cards. They just aren't. And the 4090, I think, right. can power through those stutters. So a lot of people who have 40 series cards just have the 4090. So there's that. But there's tons of people bitching about it online. It's just no one has a solution for them. So I did go on the posting where somebody was talking about a 4070 Ti, and I just wrote, hey, I noticed that if I turned off Reflex, it stabilized my, my game. So anyway, all that said and done, I got Hogwarts Legacy running consistently consistently and trees. I was kind of like you, I played for like, I want to say I was at like four hours played Mm -hmm. and it was fun and it was fascinating, but it just wasn't gripping me at the time we first started playing it. Okay. After being pissed off at Tomb Raider and not having any (laughs) other games and watching Harry Potter with my daughter. And then granted I had to spend about an hour stabilizing it and I was, you know, ready to do it. But um, and remember, I've got my fun little achievement thing, which makes uh, Xbox achievements with the Xbox noise pop up whenever I unlock mm-hmm. uh, Steam achievements. So that's fun, too. Right. Um, it really grabbed me, and I was really surprised. I was like, fuck, I'd learned all these spells, and I don't remember the controls and anything like that. I was actually, the way they do the UI and the shortcuts on that, I was able to bounce back in like 15 minutes. I was oh, very impressed with how fast I was able to jump back into that game. Yeah, I have not played it in a while. I want to say I played like, I don't know, definitely over 10 hours of it. Okay. Um, in like most things, I don't remember why I stopped playing it. I think there was just other, it was just one of those times, you know, you know us with like something yeah. new comes out, we want to check it out. But Harry Potter was also a little overwhelming. 
Sure. <laughs> like stuff sure. unfolds very quick in that game. Like kind of like an old Assassin's Creed. Like just they just throw so much shit at you that the like, game slows ah. down, which is what's interesting. Because I'm now 12 hours in. Okay. And that game is definitely slowed down. Like I'm oh, still taking good. classes. Or did you get through all the classes already? I did get through, and I did like taking the classes, but I did not yeah, get I through. Yeah, I did like taking the classes. It had a bully feeling to it. I think you said that on one of our original. Yeah, my buddy said that the other night. Yeah, when we, he it, goes to the hockey game because he's playing it. it. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, you remember bully?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." So, so I'm just having fun, just really using it as like a crazy open world. So, like, I've wandered to a couple of different towns. I've played around with a lot of Hogsmeade stuff. I've done a lot of side questing. I've, you know, I've almost found all the keys, you know, around so I can open the Ravenclaw. And I'm sure yeah. it's whatever house you're in. Like, chess that's mm-hmm. in my common area. I, I think I'm missing, like, two of them. I believe we're both in Ravenclaw. I think we both okay, chose yes. the right so there choice. Yeah. Um, I'm about to learn flying. That's my next lesson. So I got past all that. The broomstick stuff? Well, I I, I sidetracked and did other stuff. Like, I went and explored I think when we originally talked about this game, I think I told you, once you open the broomstick shit, yeah, that's that's a game changer, my friend. Because you literally can fly anywhere on that map. Like, yeah, and I've anywhere. been shown how big the world map is. Yeah, it's pretty wild, actually. Uh, I, now that I'm remembering that. But, like, I really like some of the side quests, too, because, like, I um, I got to go... There was a, <clears throat> a kid who's, like, who, like, died. He got decapitated looking for treasure. And I got to go find a cave of his that's, right. that's in the yes. dark forest. And I get to go yep. spelunking for his stuff. And I really like that side yep. mission. There's a lot of spiders and stuff in there. Yep, so yep, yep. I really like the side mission stuff. I love that everything's unlockable. I love the gear updates. And I really love that, you know, you can change your look even though your gear doesn't reflect it. So yes. I'm just really digging all the parts of it. And I find the game very addicting and very relaxing. It is very addicting. I just I just can't remember why I stopped playing it. But I mean, even the broomstick, even when you get your broomstick, you can customize every bit of your yep. broomstick too. Like yep. it's nuts. And I do like doing that <laughs> stuff. So I'm I really having a good time with it. Um but uh and then I've got a, a but you know, that leaves me with Tomb Raider, that leaves me without my indie game. My like retro game per se or whatever is Ratchet and Clank. But I need my right. indie and my main game is Hogwarts, but I need my indie game. So, so, and yeah, I don't know. I'll see. I'll see. And I'll surprise you with my indie game. Um, I got those $5 <laughs> games. Um, but anyway, so been playing Hogwarts Legacy, really enjoying it. I was really impressed with how fast I was able to jump back into it back and in then it. fall back in love with it. So, oh yeah. Um, but I one. But yeah, so I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, one last thing just before I wrap up that I wanted to mention to Trees was I was so pissed off that I, you know, got kind of fucked on the uh, <laughs> Tomb Raider remastered deal mm-hmm. that I went on CD keys and just started looking for things that have low prices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bought a bunch of games. So 
I bought Street Fighter 4 Ultra for two bucks. Okay. Because I have Street Fighter 4 Vanilla. Uh, I think I have Champion Edition or whatever because it came in my Street Fighter like 25th anniversary box set. But the Ultra upgrade, Capcom sells the DLC for the Ultra upgrade and it's like a ton of money. And so I was like, I don't want to, like it's like 10, 20 bucks. And I was like, fuck that. So bought that. I bought... Who Pressed Mute on Uncle Marcus, which was an FMV game that I've always been kind of interested on. in. It keeps uh, going on sale on like Xbox and PlayStation for like 10 bucks, but I bought it for like 60 cents on CD keys, so there's that. Mm-hmm. There's a BBS simulator from back in the 80s with love, well, early 90s, called Last Call BBS. Bought that for a couple cents. Um, there's that new Gungrave game, Gungrave Gore, that was on Game Pass for a while, and they pulled it off Game Pass. Oh, and they yeah. keep throwing it on sale for 10 bucks, and people say it's like an old school, like, PS2 era, like, Devil May Cry kind of thing. That was on sale on CD Keys for 4 bucks, so I grabbed that. I grabbed Cobra Kai, the video game, <laughs> for a dollar. Trees? It's a just, fucking dollar. It's worth it. It's probably worth it. I wanted to play that. I never got around to it. I got... And then I got Joe Danger 1 and 2. I've always wanted to try these <laughs> those are good, the Hello Games Those ones. are good games. Yeah, those I are fun. I bought 1 and 2 for 69 cents a piece. See, Trees, this is why PC gaming's good. Is I spent like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5... I spent $9... Yeah. And got all those games. Well, now you just got to play them all. And I will. I will. Yeah. I know you don't believe me, but I will. <laughs> I love to jump in those $5 indie games. So anyway. Yeah. But yeah. So got Hogwarts figured out. Got it checked up. But uh, yeah. So. So, but that's. That's my week. All over the place. Wait a second, yeah. There's two Cobra Kai's. There's Cobra there Kai and Cobra, Cobra Kai, Kai I two. Cobra Kai one. Cobra Kai the two hell? hasn't dropped to a dollar on CD keys yet. Dojo's Rising. Yes, I think you'll be able to play that on PlayStation Plus Extra without having to buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe that that was. I don't have PlayStation Plus Extra anymore. I'm back to yeah to base PlayStation. Yep. Hmm. In fact, oh, when my yeah. Game Pass Ultimate's up in like a year and a half, I may get off that also. And I may switch over to giving Autumn my gaming PC. She looks like she's yeah. going to get into PC gaming over over console gaming. So let her have my Steam library. There you go. But anyway, what have you been playing? I've been playing everything. Sweet. I've been... uh. I've been hodgepodging stuff. Like I've been playing like Spider-Man two and I do like a mission. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like a checklist. I have a checklist. Cause I have so many balls in the air that I'm like, oh, let me play a little of this. And I stop that. And then, uh, <clears throat> you know, so Spider-Man two a little bit. All right. Okay. And then, um, cyberpunk. Yeah. Still playing Cyberpunk. I was actually playing it right before we 
came to do the show. You know what's funny about that game? Um, what's that? Is I thought I had played a lot of it before, right? But I have got to where I was in a little past it in less time playing it now than I did the first time because I realized repeating missions, like I recognized some missions I had done. Mm-hmm. I had tried to do the stealth thing too much with that game. Mm. I remember, if you remember, maybe you remember, but one of the first missions you do with Pam Am, which Pan is Am, still, yeah. a stupid, still a stupid name, but um, you're trying to get her truck back. So you go out to the desert and these people pulling up with her truck and some other shit. And um, you're supposed to cut the power. Or you turn the power on, it distracts them. And then you take them all out and you get get the keys to her car. And then you go to like an underground lair to the dude that double crosser. Then you take all those people out, right? That's the mission. I remember, yeah. I remember doing that mission over and over and over again because I was I was doing that thing oh, where it was doing like the immersive sim yeah i was doing that stupid thing where it's like okay i distract this one guard on the left take them out and then i can get around to this side with the guy working on the car and then i go boom and then if i go through this door this right i was doing See, that yeah i would just uh i would start that way but if it all but if i got noticed i'd just be like fuck it run for your life <laughs> So I said, fuck it from the beginning on this time, because I went to take the first person out and I had a sniper rifle, but I did not remember that I have no sniper rifle skills or perks or anything. So I literally shot with a sniper rifle, aimed in, zoomed in on the head, and the bullet went wildly to the left. Like I was shooting a Nerf gun and I went, what the fuck is that? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And realize, oh, yeah, this game's all about, still about, like, percentages and, like, hit points and putting perks into things. So I probably have yeah, zero hood, things yeah. yeah, into sniper rifles. And it was just hilarious how I was zoomed in on someone's head and the bullet, you could just see it go way off to the left. And they were like, they're like, hey. And so I just pulled my pistol out. Because I have a pretty powerful pistol. Because as you know, Fred, by now, all games I play with pistols. Because I find I it do know this. more yes. fun. I just find it more visceral <laughs> with a, a handgun. Um, and so, yeah. And I just laid waste to everybody in under like two minutes and gave her her car back. And then I went to the underground lair where I remembered a bunch of snipers and hiding and using my my uh, hacking powers to, like, zap this. Or, no, I just went in and destroyed everybody. And that mission took me five minutes total. And I was like, oh, that's why I got bored the first time I played it. Because I was, I hate to say it, sort of playing it wrong as far as. No, I see what yeah. you're saying. You were playing it wrong yeah. for you. For me. It was easier just to go in and blast everybody than try to be humane and like knock people out and throw them in dumpsters. It's like, no, I will just kill everybody and then take your tier one component and medical inhaler off of you. 
your dead corpse. Because <laughs> this was all these people have medical inhalers in, in the future. Right. Him. Yeah. Um, that game continues to be um, fun to play. I like it. Um, and, I, and I'm always still amazed by how like, good it looks and um, how much I like the character. I think for what people make fun of, like, whatever. People have made fun of the game and the characters and blah, blah, blah. But I like V. And I, I don't play female V, so I don't know what her voice is like. But the male V... I don't know. I like it. I think he does a for for a game like that where you realize how much voice acting is involved. Mm-hmm. Like how many lines of dialogue are said. This dude does an all right job. I like the character. And it's fun. Female V, same thing. She's yeah. Rock I, I, I would have. I would imagine she has all the lines. She has he a has. little bit more <laughs> of a rougher female voice, but like it fits mm-hmm. very well. She's got that Merc voice. Yeah. In the male V, he has, I don't know, he has a regular voice, but it has a tone of like, it. his tone all the time is definitely like, um, I don't want to be doing this in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like this isn't, yep. we should be working stuff out more <laughs> than what I'm, what, how I'm playing them. <laughs> but, um, well, you, you yeah. just remind me like quick side note, like you remind me of, um, uh, I played Deus Ex uh, Human Revolution and I remember I played that game pure stealth because I played the special edition that came out on Wii U that did like the stealth, you know, because that was the biggest problem with that game was if you played the game pure stealth, you would right. get to the boss fights and you couldn't fight the boss and there was no mm. way to stealth take them down. So anyway, right. I remember playing through that game pure stealth all the way to the end. And, uh, and just like you said, like if I would get seen or if things would go haywire, I'd save and redo it. Mm. I replayed this like last year and I was just guns a blazing every yep. time from the beginning. And it's a very different game, but it's a very fun game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I want to keep playing it. Although, even though now I've sort of bitten off more than I can chew with everything I'm trying to play. But ah. I enjoy. when you sit down at night and you and you like can't wait to turn it on, that's a good thing. <laughs> um, I needed a more mundane game, Fred. Okay. You know, sometimes you don't want to be guns a-blazing. Sometimes. Right? Sometimes you don't want to be beating up bad guys and in 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 button mashing sometimes you just need to chill out as you know um there's a lot of sim games i like and i follow them on on x <laughs> so uh you know i see Just updates and stuff twitter christ yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so i see a lot of updates from all the i i follow all those little sim developers that uh, mm-hmm. I like. So I see their updates all the time. And, you know, you know what's being pimped heavily right now, Fred? No. You'll never guess. But House Flipper 2 oh. is in full hype mode. See what I'm saying? Yes. There is uh, I think it's out for the PC already on Steam because they're talking about patch notes and stuff and they have like their 
their way forward for all the stuff coming out. But it's coming out in March, beginning of March for uh, the consoles, and I am, I am on board fully. Uh, House Is it out yet on came Steam? Out December fourteenth on PC. Okay, so to it's coming to the consoles. Extremely high praise. Of course, I'm Fred. not kidding. Like extremely yes. high praise. Yeah, people love love these games. Yeah, I'm not they alone. Really do not. And trees, no weirdo. It's Steam Deck compatible. Oh my god! So you know, um, I went back and started a new game of uh, House Flipper. <laughs> I figured that's where it had going to be done. since you said the game's not out yet. It's not out yet, but I'm I'm ready. You know, I, I went right to Amazon to see if there was some steel book or uh Oh yeah. Never is. Never is, Fred. It never it's is. a disappointment yes. with my 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 car mechanic, my lawnmower, my house flippers. <laughs> never a steel book in my future. I don't I don't believe. I don't think they they generate enough buzz. Although at this point though, I think they do. I think they could get away with a steelbook or collector's edition, you know. Well, soon tangibles—that's all it's going to be. But yeah, yeah, I'd take one. I'd take a nice house flipper too, steelbook. Um, but yeah, I Games booted up house much flipper. Much less deserving than steelbooks. <laughs> that is true. I've seen them. I when I <laughs> when I'm in the when I'm. When I'm in that hobo aisle at Best Buy, I'm like, what? So, anyway. <laughs> Who asked for this steel book? Nobody. Um, so, yeah, I booted up my house flipper on, uh, I believe, Xbox, my Xbox Series X. Is, I believe it's in Game Pass. Um, is how I'm playing it. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I really enjoy house flipper. It's It's janky. You know, it's it's very European, just like the yeah. other Sim games where shit's a bit European, off. Yeah. You know, they're European and they're trying to be American, but no one has tower radiators. I've never seen a fire. I've never been over my friend's house and been like, "What the fuck's that? That's a towel heater." What is it? But in House Flip, I don't. Know, you're installing them all the time in House Flipper, though. <laughs> Everybody wants them. In fucking House Flipper, it's like. To complete this bathroom, install the towel heater. You're like, what the fuck? It just looks like a rack. It's a heat. It looks like a radiator that's way up on the wall. Well, I guess you hang towels on it. And and they don't like central air or central heat in Europe because in House Flipper, everything is radiators. Everything is these little wall-mounted radiators. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's weird. It's funny because you know it's like. Things are a bit off. Not that off. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm on it's it's like I'm all you know, you're like like we we're talking about the time branches earlier. It's like I'm just in a, a different it's just something slightly off. The butterfly flapped its wings oddly somewhere, and now I have towel heaters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh so I mount a lot of those. But I don't know how slip is a House Flip is a weird in-between of like, it's like a a clean, clean-up sim, like a tidy sim. Like some houses, when you start out, they just need to be cleaned. Like you're literally picking up trash, right? Mopping the floors and the walls. 
and cleaning the windows and fixing the like like you do yeah occasional cockroach nest apparently (laughs) a lot of cockroach nests and over in europe apparently you just fix that by sucking them up in the vacuum cleaner yep yeah that's that's how how you do it hey that's how you handle it here no, I just no. I guess on household you just suck them up in a vacuum and they just put your vacuum away. Just suck up that cockroach nest. Um, Hell yeah, yeah. So I've been renovating houses, Fred. You know, I've been painting walls. I've been knocking walls down, putting walls up, tiling floors, installing uh, washing machines. There you go. And uh, bathtubs. And uh, having a good time. Having a good time. Um, I was looking at the achievements for it. Because I'm like, maybe I'll get all the achievements in this. And then uh, one, yes, half I of them. I confirmed, like you said, that it's on Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Half of the achievements are hidden. So I hate that. Because yeah. I'm like, I ain't, I'm too lazy to look them up. So I'm like, I'm fuck that. And then they did a thing that I don't like is the DLC achievements add into the total achievements. So I'm like, Oh, oh man. Yeah. So they have like garden flipper or something, garden, something or other. <laughs> garden and DLC. then they have, yeah, is garden DLC where you can mess with gardens, which is funny because when you go to houses or you have like your, your office or whatever, you fix your office up. The first thing you do is you get this shitty little shack and that's like your office. And uh, eventually you learn uh, how to, fix out a lot but it's still a little shack but any house you buy and renovate you can turn that into your new like main branch you know um but i like my little ghetto office i like it i have a little coffee station with some nice reading material and it's very nice going there you know um but i forget what i was saying um what was i saying Fred? what was my point of that your I don't remember. point of that was you were checking out the Ew. achievements. That's and, right. Yes. And they had the garden achievements, and then they had luxury home DLC by a luxury home. And so nice. I don't think I'll be getting those achievements because uh, – You don't want to pay the luxury DLC price. Well, trust me, House Flipper 2, I'll be all in, just like my car mechanic 2021. But for the old stuff, I'm not going – I won't go in with this one a month around the corner. Not even less than a month. Some house flipper too. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. I know these aren't your cup of tea, a lot of people's cup of tea, but uh, I find them, I find them fascinating in a weird way. And that's, that was my point was when you buy a house, um, you can fix the house up, but the lawn is like overgrown and fucking crazy. And there's no way to, fix the lawns maybe the garden dlc fixes that but i think back in the day i was saying i wish they combined this with like lawn mowing simulator you know mm-hmm. because it's weird to fix up a house and you have the inside beautiful and the outside all cool but then the lawn's just out of control crazy <laughs> overgrown and shit you're like ah. you know i like to, to clean this up a little um so i've, I've been playing a lot of house flipper Fred, and I'm not ashamed. It's good times. House flip is, is good times. Um, and then the la- one last thing, Fred, before it gets too late, that I checked out. Um, I haven't heard a lot of buzz about it. I haven't heard you talk about it. 
You know, we pride ourselves here on Video Impurists of being at the forefront of the newest releases. True. We don't let many new releases slip through our fingers. You know what I mean? Without talking about them. Okay. Um, I'm wondering where you're and going. Somehow, somehow we neglected to uh, talk about Foam Stars. Oh. All right. The yeah. much technically that came out and technically we have square square enix not splatoon at all foam stars so uh i don't know i played it for a few few hours the other night maybe saturday night i can't remember so i know and just so you know i know the i know the logistics of how the game works Mm -hmm. but you should probably I, I was well, about to tell you that so we didn't have to get into it, but I think other people are going to need to know how that. Well, works. I think people have been calling it the Splatoon, right? The the the, the like mm-hmm. Square Enix Splatoon, the PlayStation Splatoon. It is not Splatoon. I was going to say there's not a lot in common when you look no. at like the moment to moment gameplay. No, so Splatoon is coverage, right? It is. It is color coverage, majority wins, how much you can cover the ground. Foam Stars is a knock your opponent out, get points game. Right. And the foam is not colored foam. I mean, it is colored foam, but it is not foam that is used to paint or like cover area. Um, What it does do is it accumulates, which is very annoying. So... (laughs) You can build up like foam ramps and mm-hmm. big mounds of foam, and you can skate on it with a little surfboard, a little surf on it. Yep. Surf like on it, I should yeah. say, not skate on it. You can surfboard on it. You know, much like Splatoon can dip into the ink and swim around, uh, you can surf around on fucking your foam. Uh, but basically, what you'd want to do is you foam up the other players. It's four on four, and you foam them up into a little ball, a little snowball. And then they can't, you can't move. And then what happens is uh, either the enemy, right, snowboards or surfs into you and kicks you, and that knocks you out. And you, I guess you get a point. I can't remember how the point system works. Um, or if my teammates balled up and I surfboard into him, I knock him out of his foam ball. He's right. back in play. Uh, and what happens is, I forget how it works, but. One person on each team gets designated like the foam star, like the captain. Like I think after maybe there's four people, and I think like the last one to get foamed up becomes the captain. So if the other three get hit, okay, and you're still you, and then the focus is on taking out the captain. And I think if you get three points against the captain, you win the game. You win that round. I don't know. I I played it for about an hour or two. I will be honest with you, Fred. Yep. Not only did I not understand what was going on most of the time, uh-huh. I couldn't see what I couldn't see what was going on most of the time. And why is that? So, so you're in very small arenas. Uh-huh. So unlike Splatoon, where it's very the maps are very huge, right? It is four and four, so you can see everything. Like, you can see what's going on. This is a very small arena. And the foam making mountains in, you know what I'm saying? Yes. 
uh, it just fills very up quick hard. with foam is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, it is very hard to see the opponents in your team. Mostly you're seeing their silhouettes because they're always behind foam or something. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of jumping and surfing and people being kicked around. I didn't find it that fun, Fred. I mean, I watched Jeff Gersman play, and yeah, he didn't seem to be. And he's in, like, was he down on it? Because he's been anticipating this game. If there's any game he's been waiting to jump on the bandwagon for, it's been this one. He said it, right, with no irony. But he's definitely been waiting for it. He didn't love it. I remember him. He'll be back. I remember him saying, like, no one talks about foam styles. I remember him saying, no one knows what it is, but he's saying he's ready to fully commit to it. So that's a shame that he he didn't like, that it didn't live up to the. His tune on. His tune. (laughs) So the other thing I found weird, a few things I found weird about it. One, the art style is too inconsistent. So the cutscenes are like this very, very still anime type shit, <clears throat> right? It's very like storyboarded sort of anime type, you know, where there's not a lot of movement, but the mouths are yapping. Um, yeah. It's very flat, flat, non-detailed sort of like that pow- powder puff girls type style look. Sure. If that makes sense. Like dolls. But then... <laughs> Well, not. I mean the animation style. I don't mean how they. Oh, look. okay. The animation style. That is powder flat. Yes, yes. Where very, not a lot of detail, not a lot of movement. You know, mm-hmm. um, but yet the game itself is very rendered, flashy. It doesn't match from like cutscenes and loading screens in menu screens to it when you're actually me of classic playing Square, the game. right like with like which has like great cutscenes and like mm. much lower res gameplay <laughs> yeah this was reversed it was um i i, I wanted to like it at first because they you pick it one there's like certain characters you can pick right not a lot. It doesn't seem like they're going to add some, right? You can tell because mm-hmm. they already have like a season pass and a fucking store and all this craziness. Um, yeah, but Jeff the, was the, saying 30 bucks dude, for skins or I was, something. Yeah, yeah I was going to get to it. Oh, sorry. I'll sorry. get to that in a second. I jumped out. No, no, I, no, no you don't, don't worry about it. But that's, yes, that's when I said there's two things I'm confused by. One of them is the store that's in, currently in place for a game that's not even proven yet um high expectations they have for this i think well um yeah and i would say i think that tells you everything you need to know about um how square's handling this i think they took it for granted not well Well, like yeah i think they took it for granted they're like well we're gonna give it away for free so of course a ton of people are gonna play it we need to have something for them to buy and it doesn't you've got to make something compelling to buy regardless of how people got right it. getting a game for free is not a new thing now right it just reeks of like god damn it how can the japanese still just not figure this out 
Why know. is this so hard to understand at this point? Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. Right. I mean, even something like Fortnite, which is a free-to-play game, but mm-hmm. even you know, you earn currency in Fortnite. You can grind out currency to buy stuff, but even if there is a bundle for money in Fortnite, say it is 20 bucks, like there's a 1999 bundle, it's like you're getting a character. You're getting like V bucks. Mm-hmm. You're getting like different things that come with that. Like you're getting like a bundle. Yep. You're just not getting a dude. And um, but Foam Stars is, has high expectations. But you know, there's I think there's only eight characters or something. Well, right oh, right okay. now it launches it, I know four. It's a small this, amount. It's a very small amount, and you can't be the same character. So that was the other big thing Jeff was saying. He's like, so they're selling all these skins and you buy this skin and if somebody's picked your character, you can't even use it. You can't use them. So I was practicing. So when you start out, they they have like a girl. They give you like the training little thing, the tutorial on how to play. Is it the girl that's in all the trailers with the ball cap and the pink hair? Yes, 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 yes. So she, you go through a little training thing, which is fun. Like you're like, oh, this is kind of okay. I'm getting this. This is cool. This could be fun. Mm-hmm. And then they drop you in like your home. It's like a penthouse, right? I do appreciate the world because everything has the word bubbles or foam or something um, scr- <laughs> bubble or scrub or clean related. Clean- <laughs> In other words, like your penthouse that you're it's, in. It's laundromat, in, the naming convention. <laughs> yeah. the I mean, the town where this is taking place is Bath, Vegas. I appreciate it. I that. love it. So you're in Bath, Vegas, and uh, you get a penthouse. And that's like your hub that they drop you in. Mm-hmm. It's very home. It's very PlayStation home failing. So I was getting very excited. Yeah, I can imagine. Very, very excited. I was like, "Oh boy!" And uh, and that's where you have access to like your little store and and training and all types of shit. And it's like this little penthouse. I'm like, "This is kind of cool." Um, but yeah, like like you said, you go into the store and there's like a season pass. Um, and yeah, there's like thirty dollar characters and even shit like. So, like Street Fighter and stuff, you know, you get the the, the emblem cards, right? But yeah. you get you can customize all that. Like, yeah, even those type of things or like, um, like emotes and shit. They're like six dollars, ten dollars. But you're like, what six the fuck bucks for emotes? So I could be wrong on that, but they, they uh, everything costs a good good amount of money. <laughs> Good amount of money for like you like I don't even know what this does. Fall Guys has that shit, and you just unlock it. You can just buy that shit with well, like I think credit card. Lies game. the crux, right? This game doesn't live in a bubble. You can play no. Fall Guys on PS5. You can play <laughs> Fortnite on PS5. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are plenty of robot blocks adjacent stuff, and so this game on top of everything else, and this is where I'm like. Japanese don't get it. Not only did they make a poor choice, in my opinion, mm-hmm. on how they handled, you know, how that rolls out, 
but you can't sit here and pretend there aren't competitors doing it better right there right. for free. <laughs> right. So, yes, I get it. It's a free game. Uh, but if I buy two characters and that equals a brand new game, that's you fucked up. <laughs> yes. Yes, you have. Because Splatoon's a full price game or 50 bucks or whatever it is. Um, but you look at how their store shit runs in there. <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's like for, you get Splatoon for 50 bucks, but guess what? You can you can pimp out your little squid guy endlessly. Like, you know. Right. Does, does, well, I bet it does at this point, but does Splatoon have, like, if you wanted to buy more cosmetic stuff, can you in Splatoon at this point? Or is it just um, in-game stuff? It's in-game. I don't think they have paid well, there you go. Even currencies so. or anything. I no, <laughs> I don't think so. I think Splatoon is all in-game currency that you earn from playing hmm. um, okay. and doing stuff. And I've played enough of that with my son mm-hmm. to know you earn a lot just from playing. Because I we used to, we bought tons of shit. You know what I mean? Like every day, right. you can afford to buy something in the store. You know. Foam stars, it's like I'm good, like, cause cause the characters are pre-designed, so it's not like you're swapping out shoes and a jacket and a new hat. They might have different color palettes, maybe, but it's the same character. You can change the design of the gun, not not the look of the gun, but the the skin of the gun. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they're already pre-made characters, so you're not like customizing those guys except for colors um so i guess all they can do is sell you a whole brand new character that does different things but um but at the end of the day that's all fine if the game was sort of fun to play i don't think it's very good (laughs) and listen i play some shitty this is someone coming from just telling you how much he likes fucking painting walls and taking out (laughs) trash and house flipper but yes yes i see your but but Good I am not far. <laughs> I am that. I am not that far removed, Fred. That I don't know a, a game that is not fun. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes. from the from the masses, and I don't. I don't think Foam Stars is going to make it, Fred. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see the longevity of this game. Maybe I'm wrong, but maybe maybe you should check it out this week and let me know if I'm crazy. Maybe I or should. If, uh, it's free. I mean, you can go in and download it, and I think Nothing's it has a. Everything's free, but I see your point. <laughs> yeah, but it's weird because it it's a free game, right? I don't know why it keeps telling me it's a trial period or something. Really? Maybe is it an early beta and it's going to go away again for a while, or maybe that's know. what they mean. Let me see. I could have sworn when I downloaded it, it it felt like it was a limited like demo type thing like you have this for a few days or something or to a certain date i could be totally wrong i might be mixing it up i wonder if this is like a little test period for it if not they got a lot of you know to bring it back a little no i mine doesn't now i haven't played it yet where does it say it's a demo i don't remember Okay. I don't remember, Fred. I just looked at my store. Just, my store just considers it that I own the Okay, version, so, so so I could I could be mixing that up with something else I saw. Unless you forgot um, to add it to your uh, to 
to your inventory. Like you, you might be able to play it for free with extra, but you haven't added it to your. Mm, maybe. I um, I did not uninstall it, so I will revisit it this week and um, check out a little more. But it was weird when I learned with the tutorial girl, and then. It doesn't tell you you can change them out. And so I went to the menus and I, oh, okay, I can character or whatever. And I picked like an emo dude. Um, right. I didn't end up liking his gun, but yeah, of course, like you do. All, all the guns do different stuff. Like they all shoot differently, just like Splatoon. And mm -hmm. so I was using him and then I played a game and then um, I lost. And then I tried a different person that was like a snipe, more of a sniper or something. And I liked that person. And then I went to play again and on, and I couldn't choose them because someone else had them. But we talked about it before and I was like, well, that's fucking stupid because I basically had to pick the character that was left that I never used before. So I like went into a game being like, okay, I don't know what this person does. Let's do it. Like all the super moves and shit. I'm just like, I don't know what any of this does. So, all right. Very odd choice to not let you use the same characters. Agreed. You know? Very much so. Yeah. Weird. Weird game, Foam Stars. Had high hopes. Um, but, you know, back to Splatoon with, I guess. You know? <laughs> but you have Go Splatoon, right? Yeah, Splatoon 2 and 3. There you go. But believe it or not, uh, we, me and my, me and my son both have not put much of any time in Splatoon three. He got it for Christmas, I think, or maybe his birthday. I think he got it for his birthday. I think, and uh, we have not played much of Splatoon three. So, very odd. Well, I'd say your your trajectory is clear. Ditch foam yeah. cars. Switch to Splatoon. Get your focus on three. Yep. Be happy. Live live happily ever after. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Foam stars. Uh, this is a joke in there somewhere. Foam well, stars. Well, there is. I just don't know quite how to make it. Because, like, in Chicago, mm -hmm. I lived in Gold Coast. And right next to there is an area known as Boys Town. Mm -hmm. The gay district. And I worked okay. for Radio Shack there. Um, not in the gay district, but at, uh, I was at the Radio Shack. It's probably not even there anymore. At Belmont and Broadway. And up the street near Belmont and Clark, a um, couple blocks up, uh, there was a nightclub that was largely gay. And I remember they needed me to go in there and look at and help them with TVs. And we made commissions, so... I was hoping I would sell them some TVs and I ended up doing it. But they had me come in there and look at some of their TVs, which they had damaged because they would drop foam on all the boys, you know, oh, at yes. night, right? And fun. And, uh, and everything is all about getting sudsed up and clean and washing. And, and so I wouldn't say it's a joke per se, <clears throat> but there is a lot of parallels. I keep seeing with the way Foam Stars handles itself and these gay nightclubs. Yeah. And I'm sure I will not, say I'm sure there are straight clubs that 
have foam and all that too, but yeah, uh, yeah. spring break Cancun, they're big on foam. <laughs> okay. But um you know, I just I, know what is, I know, you know. <laughs> I do know that uh the the dude I picked, um yo, know, he he was very anime, he's very half shirt. You know what I mean? Did he look like, like you'd seen one up close? Like <laughs> Oh, he's seen some shit up close. <laughs> it's like but yeah, <laughs> you know, and then you know, just spi- it's like it's a spinal tap joke, right? Yes. It's like foam stars, more like shit stars. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll try it again. It's like that much closer to yeah. uh, actually giving stand up a try. <laughs> You're so close. Why? I got all this. I could just stay in my basement and just do this, you know. True. So, you know, but that's it for me, Fred. That's it for me. My games. You know, I'll be here Wednesday for whatnot. As always, even if I have nothing new, it doesn't matter. I just, it's a, th- it's a thing now. Sure. Whatnot's just a thing now. I just, my wife was beside herself that day because, uh, she was, I was on whatnot the other day. She says, I'm never on there. And she says, but I was on there and it was a, it was a Funko show. And she goes, I don't get it. She goes, they had like 200 people in there. And no matter what they threw up, even if it was all messed up and didn't look at it, it was damaged and this, she goes, and everybody was buying every single one. But like, you know, triple the price. I go, yep. That's that's how what not popularity contest, right? That's it. I said, listen, I go, they got the crowd, they get the sponsored by whatnot, because they bring in the most money. And then there's the rest of us. You know what I mean? That was the that's the joke I made on whatnot once when someone was like, uh I said, listen, if you don't like the price here, you know, you can just go next door where they throw it up for a dollar, but you're gonna pay triple. Right. In the end, all is said and done. Yeah. Yeah. And just get it out right here. So it's the way it runs. But I'll be I'll be here Wednesday. I'll be here Wednesday. Maybe we'll see you, Fred. Yep. I will try. (laughs) Do you like do you like knowing that you're like part of the show, even though you're not you're not at the show? I do, but I feel bad because I'm like, well, because we're all like, you're like the least you can do is fucking show up once in a while. And the thing that's a challenge, although I might, <laughs> let me see, hold on, let me see what. Listen, you don't have to though. That's the thing I always say to oh, my yeah. friends too. It's like, listen, there's no pressure, but it is funny when people like every single week. And yet again, the my joke wife is works. I think it's because my wife works, and your show starts right when she gets home. And so what happens is what honestly happens is she gets home. We do dinner. We talk, we go to relax. And I suddenly realize your show is on and it's like 60 to 90 minutes later, you know? And I'm like, fuck. It is funny. Everybody would go, is Fred here? It's like, you know, Fred's not here. And then there's a then whatever there's a weird pop like a so you, you become the weird Marvel guy even though you're not Hell the Marvel yeah. guy but somehow in our little 
fake whatnot verse, we've made you the Marvel guy. So whenever there's a weird Marvel pop, would you like, where's Fred? Right. Where's Fred to explain what this is? Yeah, well, oh, could, What's also interesting is, um, I don't know, I was trying to read the Aliens versus Predator omnibus and yeah. it just was not holding my attention. Was it, yeah. I, I just finished Spider-Man 2, right, on the PS5 right. and I was like fucking looking over and I was like, you know, I could just crack this Miles Morales and just mm-hmm. start reading it. Why mm. wouldn't I do that? <laughs> it's funny. So, uh, but anyways, yes, Wednesday nights, you know, and uh, eight, uh, nine, yeah, nine, ten Eastern time. Un- underscore trees. You know, if you're there every week like the diehards, you might not always see the newest, greatest stuff. You might see some some stuff you've seen before, but you know what? You're there for the laugh track. That's right. It's good times. You know what I mean? I really should be more popular for it. I don't know why I'm not. I'm crushing it over there. I agree. Uh, audience of myself, I'm crushing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> My wife's like, how, how was your show tonight? I was like, fucking awesome. What'd you sell? Nothing. Living the dream. That's not true. I always sell some. I've never had a goose egg. There you go. We've always sold at least one thing. Uh, Agent, uh, Agent Grant has Star Wars Funkos coming out of his chimney uh, <laughs> by now. All for me. So oh if nothing else, oh boy, you know he's he's bought eighty percent of my stock of uh, Focos. You can count on him with Sal stuff. Yeah. Next time I visit him, I'm gonna have to be like, All oh right, my god, I gotta see. I told him send send me a picture. He has to send me a picture of his collection because it it's wild. It has to be wild by now because yeah. it's been six months of him buying my Funko my Star Wars Funko pops. It's <laughs> wild, man. Yeah, <laughs> boy. All right, very good. Let's get let's get the fuck out of here, Fred. <clears throat> All righty. Well, let us know. We're going to be gearing up for two hundred. In the meantime, um, yeah, Wednesdays at uh, what is it at nine ten Eastern? Nine ten Eastern time. Funko every Wednesday trees. for the most part. And for us, contact at gaminghistory101.com, and we're going to just keep doing the damn thing. So. Until next week, happy gaming. Later.